This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Muck Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result... You'll always be winning with Muck Delivery, just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18+. plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Watching Lester Till I Die TV. cameras there not there anymore uh how are you if you are well if you're just joining us from this morning we've only just started being able to be heard um but this is ltid tv from lesser till i die thank you for joining us whether that be on watch along or via your favorite podcast platform if you are watching us on youtube do feel free to join in the comments just keep them respectable i'm sure we will have bit join us before the end of the um end of the show so if there's any mods in just kick him out uh don't even think or don't just kick him out ban him basically and then it takes him 10 minutes to go off and reset up and come back and takes us two seconds to ban him but do show respect uh if you are going to get in with the chat and please bear with us a lot of people do go mad and go like well you've not put me question up not every comment gets shown 
unless, of course, you are a member when we uh, guarantee to show them. Uh, Doug is in. Douglas, how the devil are you, sir? It's been ages. And I've got to say to Doug, thank you so very, very much. He's just had me on his show. We've been talking Premier League shirts, which we always I always love doing. Uh, nothing changes. We're not in the Premier League anymore, and Tottenham's shirt still shit. Uh, <laughs> what would we expect? Yeah. But thank you very much for still thinking of me when it comes to the Premier League. I've got to, I've got to let it go, haven't I? Um, I really, really do. I've got to make sure I'm playing with the right knobs there. Otherwise, something could very, very, very much go wrong. Uh, but yeah, I, I've, I've, I've got to, I've got to start doing this. Let it go, let it go. We're not Premier League anymore. We are Championship. But you know what? Ah, it's, it's, it's a better league, isn't it? The Premier League. That's so last season. It's all about the championship here on LTID TV. Now, now that's what I call football. You hit the right spot. And no VAR. We can go back to blaming the referees or the weather, whichever one you want to do. Uh, we've got a lot to get through, including that match. Uh, but no, Doug, thank you very much for having me on. So looking forward to the away version. Uh, Jordy is in. Good evening, Jordy. Uh, we've paid you the money for Barnes. Both of that professionally, not like some cough, cough, Southampton. Who are, you after, who are you after from Southampton? But no, look, it's gone ahead. Thank you very much. It gives us time now to go in and get somebody else. We will be talking about Barnes, whether we've got a good deal there. Nate is in. Spencer is in. Terry's in. Good evening, Terry. That's the shirt I want when you finish with it, Chris. Really? Oh, I'm not sure you do, mate. <laughs> not sure you do. It's been a long day and four shows. Uh, but no, we've got a lot to get through. Um, if you want to follow us, please do subscribe to the channel, LTID TV on YouTube. Um, we're over the 2,000 now. I've got to say, I got more people watching the watch along for the match that didn't happen on Sunday morning than any of Leicester City's games. Now, whether that's whatever that says about Leicester, I don't know from last season, but it does. But you can follow us there on all our social medias, uh, LTID TV or I can say Leicester till I die. Um, Jay says, hope you are well. I think we need to be happy that we're getting the Deadwood out. Indeed. I, I think it is a reset, totally a reset. Um, Never met. Ah, we agreed to feed them. They changed it to ah. Well, what do you mean? These South Coast places, uh, Geordie. No, 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 uh, they'll regret it. They'll regret it. If you know, all you had to do was go back when the Red of Liverpool and they'd have sold you them straight away. You know that. But look, it is the debate show. It's Monday at um, um well, it's about ten past eight now. He's doing. I'm doing a time check. I'm actually on doing. Video show and doing a time check. I'm getting this all mixed up. Let's uh, let let me get somebody in that's not going to confuse me. Dave. Oh, oh hello. <laughs> I can see oh. you were looking around then, and I thought, yeah, you ready for me? I was just uh, ordering a cup of tea. That was all. Oh gosh, were sure, you? Yeah. Uh, hopefully. Is yeah. uh, is the good lady not out blowing tonight? She's certainly not. Days it's it's Monday, isn't it? She blows on a Tuesday. Oh, sorry, sorry. Don't, don't get the days wrong. You one know. has to have one has to have a routine. 
Of course one does, one does. Mm. And she's obviously got her regulars for Bogner on a Tuesday. <laughs> I'll mention that. <laughs> I can't see any income from it. Do you know, she told me the other day, because I was talking to her the other day because you were out, and she, yeah. Yeah, she said last Tuesday she came back with £5.50. I said, which okay. bugger gave you 50p? She said, they all did. <laughs> <laughs> no, that you don't hear on the breakfast show. <laughs> didn't hear much on the breakfast show this morning, did we? <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> you didn't hear anything this morning. Thank you. Just, uh, just stick Sorry. the knife in there, Brutus, and turn it while you are. <laughs> it was a Monday. It was a Monday. <laughs> uh, let's bring the other one in. Uh, here's a sitting patiently. Bradley, how the devil are you, sir? He's going to ignore me because he says he's not called Bradley. <laughs> Sorry, Chris, is there someone else in, Chris? Because I'm looking for this Bradley. I can't... He's in the nice haircut that he's had. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. Someone hit me with a lawnmower. That's what happened to my hair. It is uh, nice, isn't it? I didn't notice it earlier, but now you mention it. Yeah. He has, hasn't he? Yeah. Well, now he's hosting the Chris channel. He's decided oh. he wants to, you know, have a have a more professional look. Yeah, unfortunately, I've still got the homeless bed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're down a bit. Uh, but, uh, right, so welcome along, guys. Hopefully, this show's going to go ahead without a hitch. Uh, I've had I've had both ends today. Uh, I, I did a pod, <laughs> who were uh, misses. Um, I had a Plymouth show at five o'clock, um, talking all about uh, Plymouth and the championship, and then followed by Doug's... Uh, Premier League shirt um, show at six. I've had, I've had both divisions. Can I just say Tottenham? I don't know how you manage to make your shirts look so awful. I mean, it's plain white. What the hell are you doing? But um, I've got to say, it, the world's gone mad. The world has gone mad. Mad, I tell you. Mbappe, off to Saudi Arabia Day for 259 million. Yeah. We were worried about the Chinese, weren't we? Saudis, <laughs> Saudis are taking us over. That is I mean, disgraceful. Sorry. Do, do you do you think that? I mean, it's a lot of money, obviously. But were we not saying that about the Premier League when they first came into existence? I mean, and when you look at the Premier League, it, it was like it, you know, it's the English football f- top division. Saudi are, are, are trying to obviously build it up. But they're coming from nowhere, so they're always going to have to offer that little bit more because of the fact that it's Saudi Arabia and not a, a, a recognised footballing country. I don't think it's that. I think it's the obscene amount of money that they're throwing around football in the world. Mm. Um, and, and I think it's a worry because they're going to be controlled. I know you know, the Premier League say we're going to keep an eye on all this and then Eddie Howe said, well, the transfers will be fair. We all know that's rubbish. You know, money talks, Premier League money talks big time. So whatever they come across with, the Premier League will accept it. I don't I do think it's a bit um, hypocritical of the Premier League to complain about Saudi Arabia, to be honest with you. Um, yeah. But Brad, um, Geordie Toon for Life sums it up here. RIP Trevor Francis. We're just talking about it on Doug's channel. Um don't, I mean, the first million pound player, and we thought at the time, didn't we? Pretty hell, a million pounds for a player? Surely, surely not. But yeah, it's gone worse, hasn't yeah. it? But R.I.P. A great player. 
Yeah, rest in peace. It's it's always uh, comes as a shock when you you lose someone who's very memorable and quite iconic in the game for whatever for whatever reason. But you're right with what you say, Chris. It's a stark contrast um, to what we were surprised at what people were playing for players. You know, a million pounds was a hell of a lot of money back then. That was exceedingly. You know, it's not nowhere near the equivalent in rating to to what they're paying. But it's just. It's just bragging for bragging's sake. That's what really pisses me off because there's no need to pay him what seven hundred million for one year. To apparently, I've already seen other reports saying it's one year and then he'll go Real Madrid. Yeah, uh, it's just ridiculous. Because I mean, he's not going to turn it down, is he? I love how they said he's okay to talk to it. Like he like like PSG have a say with him arguing for that much money. It's just it's just ridiculous. I mean, it is. It is. But I mean. Do you have any memories? Of, well, going back to Trevor Francis, do you have any memories of Trevor Francis at all? Not really as a player. I probably I wasn't born or was too young for him, but I do remember him managing for a bit. I'm sure I'm thinking of the right right yeah. one here when I'm saying this. He was yeah. a manager. He was... Um, and, yeah, I, I always remember he had one of them faces that I'll always remember. So, <laughs> I don't know if that's a compliment or a bad yeah. thing to be saying to him. Yeah, but, Fine, if I really want to say, but yeah, uh, he managed Sheffield Wednesday um, yeah. at one point, and he actually got them to two finals, FA Cup and League Cup, in the same season. He lost them both, uh, but he did get them to, to two finals. And I mean, yeah, Brian Clough paid a million pounds for him, uh, Dave from uh, Birmingham, but he soon repaid them in the European Cup final, didn't he? Well, he also did well in the um, under twenty-one side, and Cloughy put him in there to start with. Mm. Uh, he went straight in the junior team, um, which I think was Brian Clough's way of saying, "You may, have, I may have paid a million, but you're not there yet." No, that's true. Uh, and that was the way Cloughy managed. Um, mate of mine actually started in Birmingham Academy with him many, 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 many years ago, and um, and unfortunately, Dave, my mate, got uh, his knee done, so he he had to retire from professional football fairly early. But it was pretty clear Trevor Francis was going places. Yeah. Pretty yeah. clear. Yeah. Um, well, and I, I mean, I just love watching him. I, I'm not sure he had his best times for England from memory. I mean, I might be wrong, but I just think back to England games. I thought the stuff he did uh, for Forrest and that, he never seemed to be able to do for England. I don't think England were particularly brilliant at that time no, anyway, were they? No. Uh, if I... Great players, but bad yes. teams. Bad managers. Yeah. Um, Right. Let me just line this up because we've got a few topics to get through. Uh, I'll explain this one to uh, to Brad because he hasn't actually seen this yet. And I only just literally saw this um, a few seconds before I came live here. So uh, I think Dave's the one that, that, that probably knows more than anything on here. But... Let me just, uh, I don't think I can make that any bigger, to be honest with you. But the Foxes Hub. Um, so what it is, the place to watch Leicester City live. Dear Chris, that's me, by the way. Uh, supporters at home and abroad can now follow the drama like never before. As Engel Margesco and his new look City side set their sights on an immediate return to the Premier League. Fox's Hub will offer live match action plus expert analysis and opinion from a fundatory team of club legends alongside exciting guest stars, all covering every twist and turn of the new season. 
Fox's Hub packages, including early bird offers, will go on sale ahead of the 23-24 season. Five different packages have been carefully designed to be as flexible as possible for the Blue Army. Listed below, those allow supporters to pick a game of their choosing, circle a particular month in the diary, or to secure their access to live streams throughout the entire season. So, I mean, Dave, do you read that, that um, we're going to be able to watch live matches? Well, yeah, but it's not strictly true what they're saying, because the UK laws don't allow every game to be streamed. I would suggest that if it's a Saturday kickoff, we ain't going to see it on there. I might be wrong, but certainly we're not. UK viewers will not be able to see all the games. If you're if you're overseas, it's brilliant um, because there is nowhere to see. I mean, you know, as you know, I was in Australia at the crucial time of the season, um, mm. and I couldn't get any games over there. Um, so it's that's perfect. You, for that's because you were watching it on Virgin. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, like I mean, anything on Virgin doesn't go all the way. Thank you. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know. I have a, It needs reading into, but I, I would think that if you're overseas, then you can watch every game, which is why they've put the big season ticket in for the season. But I think if you're in the UK, um, you'd probably have to go for the £10 games individually because... Well, it's got here. Well, it's got here, yeah. It's got game-by-game game pass, £10 per game, UK yeah. and international. Yeah. Uh, Monthly game pass is international. Seasonal game plan is international. Right. Yeah, Audio is international as well. Mm, that's um, the reason then. Yeah, they're not going to show games that are on Sky. They won't be allowed to, are Well, no. Um, but it's also not in the Premier League, of course. Yeah. Which but... are on different... How do you read that, uh, Brad? The thing is, there's a lot of them trying to do it and do it away by any means. Um, it's always notoriously difficult to get streaming services for anything outside what's classed as the big five or six leagues, i.e. the top division of like Spain, Germany, Italy, England and France. Most, um, you know, allegedly illegal, I'll say the word allegedly for them, streams or, or actual stream sites that you pay for, they tend to only be able to get an abundance of it. If we're on Sky, you'll actually be surprised, Dave, that usually I found when I was waiting for a kickoff, uh, like a, just to check if it was loaded on, if the championship had an early kickoff, they were showing it because they actually were able to access it to stream it. That's how they, they kind of need it to be broadcasting or okay. recording for a show. Um, so like Match Today, obviously record the whole thing and, and take snippets that way. Um, so you probably find that any games less to have on Sky, it might be easier to access, but it's one of them. We won't know until it starts and somebody says, oh, I use this one. I pay for it per match. Or someone says, no, if you get the full one, you get all the championship games. does go on to say there, uh, broadcast restrictions apply in the United Kingdom and international territories, and therefore not all games will be broadcast on Fox's Hub. So... If yeah. you were to pay and watch every single home game, um, you'd be looking at 230 quid at £10, obviously, a game, which is a lot more than the 170 or the 140 early bird package for international. But I think I think they're being fair there, if I'm honest with you, because what they're saying is, is like, well, OK, um, this is what we're charging international. And they obviously, if you're internationally, we know you can watch more than in this country. But we're only going to charge you a tenner 
but then you're only paying for games that you know you can definitely watch. So, Dave, are they, are they, you know, they're, they're being quite fair to us and saying that because obviously they're not saying like, well, you've got to pay for this game. Then, oops, sorry, we can't show you that game. It literally, no, no, you're right. Friday, like, all right, this game can be shown. Do you want to pay a tenner for it? I just think it's a shame when, you know, this year there's going to be tickets available. I'm, I mean, I'm already getting stuff through saying tickets are on sale, apply now, that sort of ah. stuff. Yeah, but you had a season um, ticket last year, didn't you? Yeah. You see, I had last year, and I just and I wasn't going to renew it, but I have actually finally renewed. I couldn't do it online, but I have finally renewed my Foxes membership. So yeah. I I had the email today going, Cardiff City tickets available. Actually being available and actually getting them are two different things. Right, now, okay. Being a season ticket holder, you may have enough money or enough um, not money in the bank, but you know what I mean. Points. Credit yeah, in the yeah. bank, yeah. To points and what have you to, to to get it. Where for me, I didn't have very. I couldn't even get a Southampton away ticket last year, so okay. I'm not hoping for a Bristol City one. I'm, I'm relying on Anthony uh, getting me one in the home end. Um, but I mean, Brad, I, I'm obviously with the Sky matches, we'll be able to do as watch alongs. But when it comes to watch alongs, and I'm thinking, well, hang on a second. Yes. I have a fire stick. Yes, I watch it via that way, allegedly, um, as, as most people do. Uh, and getting Premier League games was a piece of piss. But, I mean, it depended on your broadband connection as to how, how how good the reception would be. But you could get all the games in one form or another. Um, I'm not sure about the championship, though. So if I can watch it on LCFC TV, it might be worth a tenner. Well, yeah, I mean, that's that's exactly what it's advertising, isn't it? Like I said, it's outside the top divisions of them countries uh, that I named earlier, like the Italy's and Spain's and, 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 and that. You do struggle to get any lower league games unless they're, unless, for instance, there's maybe an FA Cup replay you might get on or you're on Sky. Like, like like Terry says there, we're probably going to have more games on Sky than most in the Championship just because of the name, because of three our already. past history. Three exactly, we've got three, we've got three already, and the, and the ball's not even been kicked. Quite literally, if you count um, a game we're going <laughs> to not talk about, but talk about, um, and we've already got three changed for Sky. So I don't think we will suffer too much. And I think if you're saying it's ten pound a match, and you say one in three games of them are on Sky. You're saying, okay, that's £20 a month. It's not It's not like it's out of the brackets of not being affordable to do a one-off either. So it's good that it's not got like something the way they're saying you have to commit, you have to pay this um, because, you know, you're trying to use that for the games that you can't go and sit and watch in a pub or at home or, you know, allegedly through a, a perfectly legitimate stream, you know, if, if they're available on that. You you're not going to need it every time. So it's a good service if that's how it offers it. And it obviously isn't going to mug you off and say, oh, thanks for your £10. It's going to take a seven days to refund it because actually the game you've requested, we can't stream you. The fact that you're going to pay and definitely get it, it's a good bonus. And it's it's a way to go around it. I think it, it very sounds very beneficial. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. That's the way Sky started off. I remember getting a phone call from them. Whenever. Well, now TV don't it, d- d- do it, don't they? Every so often, yeah. they do like a game for nine ninety nine. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. Now TV. I I used to be with Sky, and then I stopped, and I went to Now TV because you could because 
sometimes Leicester weren't on Sky. So, I, you know, I didn't want to sit and watch, no disrespect, you know, Coventry versus Derby or something. So uh, I actually went over to Now TV and it used to be 1999 generally for a game. And then mm. they actually tried to do season packages um, if you were already used them and, and all that. So they, they, they had got that off. And, and now, I mean, I think they're owned by Sky anyway, to be honest with you. But for a tenner, yeah. to be honest with you, and I think, I think what, it's an eight-hour return journey, seven and a half, eight-hour return journeys, depending on traffic. So the petrol, the... Um, the, you know, the, the actual day, the time of the, you know, because you're setting off early, parking, walking, getting to the food there and back, um, refreshments, plus your ticket, tenner is a no-brainer for me. Yeah, yeah. just makes perfect sense, doesn't it? it just Like I said, for, for us that have very little to no chance of getting to a game or maybe you don't own Sky. I mean, I don't. I don't have um, Sky and, and all that. I don't bother with them because... You know, can't can't afford to can't afford to be paying thirty forty pound a month or whatever it is to just to have football every so often be available to me. It's why it's why these services are very advantageous to people like myself. So I totally see the benefits for it, and if it's affordable, uh, and yeah, what why not? If it's needed for one match and you really want to see it, and it's available, like you said, it's available in different ways all around, international and obviously for us in the UK. So if you're ever on holiday or, in, I don't know, somewhere like Australia, yeah. uh, and your name's Dave, uh, you've you got a way to pay $10 for it and be able to keep yeah. in touch with the last of them. There you mate. That was an Australian, I think, I think. But yeah, but I it mean, dodgy. to me, if I lived in Leicester, and I could always get a ticket, I would not be watching it. I would be down at the ground. And I think most people would say that, you know. Yeah. So it is very good for those of us that are away. If you don't live in Leicester, and, and I mean, Terry's just said then uh, about Radio Leicester, that's fine, but you cannot listen to Radio Leicester unless you are in the Radio Leicester area. So I can get Radio no, but you can't. You can listen to it on. You can't listen to it on LCFC. TV, exactly. which I think is different. I was going to say, yeah, before I was rudely interrupted. <laughs> Sorry, I thought I didn't know if they were the same host or not. That's why. No, you, you can't. <laughs> He's enjoying that. Yeah, just, I, I could say to um, to to Alexa now. I could. I will be careful because it will light up. Um, play radio lesson, and it would do. Uh, I can even get, I can, you know, I can even get soyhillsradio.co.uk on on my uh, yeah. the on, musical on, station for music. Station. So, but once it gets to that, you know, kickoff time, whatever the kickoff time is, you, you're gone. It, 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 it's not, it's not allowed to. You're not allowed to listen to it outside the area. No, no. you can pick it up, as I was going to say. You can pick it up on lcfc.com, and it's still obviously beat free of charge. Um, you know, I've always found that very painful to do on the website. Um, the, the TV thing. I don't know. Depends what you're watching. I no, guess. but it's, it's just a nuisance, and it's so painful to get it on, and it doesn't work all the time. And I don't know. I just well, found it. I think, I think that's just the U option, mate, because I've yeah. I used it a few times. In fact, okay. if I can work it, 
I turn my stream on mute and I put the radio on on my computer so I can listen to... I'd rather listen to Matt Elliott and, and that do the commentary than some of the comments I have to deal with. Yeah, I, don't, so. I don't think it will, though, Terry. I mean, we, we had that, obviously, during COVID. But like I say, for me, and I'm sure Dave as well, and Brad, all three of us, none of us actually live within the distance of Leicester City. So these people that say, like, oh, you don't go to the games, you're not a real fan... Two words, the second one is off. Because you get on a bus and in 10 minutes you're at the ground and go in and watch it. We've got eight-hour journeys, haven't we, Dave? Brad, you know, you don't drive, so it's going to be even longer if you were going to go to a game. But yeah, if we lived tickets in... Tickets cost me more to get there than it is yeah, to match. Exactly. But if we lived in the area, yeah, I wouldn't be want to be watching. I'd want to be there at the ground, you know. And uh, oh. we've all had... well. Dave's had tickets and he's had to travel up from Bogner. I've had season tickets and had to travel up from Paul. So we have all all done it. But I did ask the question if um, the wife would be happy to move back to Leicestershire. So I didn't bother renewing my season ticket for the answer. <laughs> I can get well. I have. Let me just. Let me just. I don't know if it's anything your, wrong with Leicestershire, but I don't know if it was your bedroom or not. But I saw your room. You sent me a video. Don't ask, ladies and gentlemen. But outside your window, you could see the sea. Well, it's out the back here, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and like, why would you go back to Leicester? Yeah. <laughs> being awful. Love Leicester to bits, but come on. You know yeah. what I mean? It's not the most beautiful of places. So if you catch the bus to the game, that would be the reason. But yeah. you know, that's not going to happen. Exactly. And says here, people who say you're not fans if you don't go, the games can do one. And that's from someone who goes home and away and travels everywhere. You do. And I have total respect for you, mate. Um, the joy of being young and having the money to do it, I guess. But no, and, and living locally. Um, I don't know where you live, Anthony, but uh, uh, in a little shoe somewhere with all the other children, I'm guessing. Because uh, he's, only, he's only small, is Anthony. We must remember that. Uh, but look, moving on before he kills me uh, to the next uh, topic. Um, Harvey Barnes to Newcastle. We knew he was going. Um, respect to Newcastle. They waited. They, they, they didn't want to break FFP rules, <coughs> Man City. Um, you know, they wanted to be respect. They've, they've sold um, St. Maxim. Um they were then able to come in. We knew it was going to happen, which is the case of when. It's happened still quite quickly, hasn't it, Dave? So it's given us time um, to spend the money. I don't think I've ever known Leicester to perform so early in the transfer window. So, ever. Is that what your wife says? No, I've performed <laughs> all through it. Seriously, have you? I mean, it's always no. happening.com, no. isn't it? And, and we end up with the dregs or nobody. But now this is so good that they're actually doing something early on. Whether it'll work is another matter, but, you know, I think it's brilliant. Do, do you agree, Brad? Uh, yeah, but it's probably it's probably actually more the case for most teams in our situation. All I mean by that is probably the last time I saw this sort of rapid or continuous transfer activity, whether that's in players in or players out it was probably the league one days maybe that and the promotion season back up because you normally find it a big flux and change either comes when you get relegated and you you've got a you you're expecting players to leave so we, we knew 
Barnes was a probability. We knew Madison was a definite. I mean, I mean, he was going Newcastle. I don't know what happened there, but Newcastle turned to Arsenal fans, photoshopping him into kits, didn't he, Jordy? You like not you personally, but Newcastle fans did a Arsenal started photoshopping him in shirts when he wasn't there. Um, I think it'd been so we kind of knew it and expected it. And then if you look at promotion sides, we've only got to look at Notts Forest last season. Went from the feeding of the 5,000 that I do to the buying of the 30,000 family they made a, in a promotion season. So it was, it is a little bit strange, but it was also expectant because it just seems to be natural that this happens to a club in our situation. It is. Um, Dave, I mean, we were going we were gonna have to sell. Uh, mm-hmm. I was speaking to the Plymouth fan earlier, and it does remind me of when we went down to League One, is that we got a new manager. And I don't expect I'm not gonna be I think it's very disrespectful to say we're gonna come straight back up. Mm-hmm. I don't think you know, I think it, it, it's it's not gonna be that easy. Um, you know, we, we're still in a minor situation or a deficit from you know, players that have left to players that have come in, there's been a lot more gone out. But in a way, I think it could do us really good because it's given us a chance to get rid of the deadwood. You know, had we stayed up, would we still have, you know, Mr. Mr. Bellend in, 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 in situ? You know, would we still have the likes of Amarty? Um, or, you know, <laughs> I know that would send shivers down your spine. Uh, but you know what I'm saying? You know, we, we've got managed to get rid of these players uh, because they were out of contract. And we went, yeah, we don't want you. Not now, you know. I think it's ironic we're talking about the deadwood when these people got us relegated and we were hoping for a, a top five finish again. And yet yes. now they're all deadwood. Um, and yeah, I agree. I think we've probably got to start playing more youngsters this year because you're right, going up this year is going to be tough. Some mm. good sides in that division. Um, I wonder if he's still got a few thoughts because... Um, there's, there's, there's a few numbers missing. I know it's, it's kind of irrelevant, but if you look at some of the numbers there um, that are missing, people, I don't know, four, five, is it? Eight, ten, something like that. Oh, no, eight's been taken, hasn't it? Um, seven, of course. Johnny Evans was, what, six? You know. Yeah. The, you can't... I don't well, know. In fairness, they haven't yet had to no, no, squad no, numbers. No. So there's a lot of moving about could could happen. But there's only a couple that haven't got squad numbers, if I'm right. But there's, there's, there's a fair few. I think there's. A, I was asked this again on the Plymouth Channel, Dave, and we've we've got the defence pretty much sorted out now. We've got no strikers. Well, we we've still got three strikers at the moment, unless Kalechi leaves. We've got no wingers. Alex, you know, I'll say that. So, but we can now concentrate on those areas. The next guy that's supposed to be through the door is a winger um, that's coming in. Um, this this Arsenal wonder kid. Um, I'll come to you, you Brad. Mm. I mean, we've still got we've still got gaps to fill, but I mean, I can remember under Martin O'Neill. That was when, to me, the uh, I suppose that's kind of when the window was sort of starting out. But we didn't used to buy quickly. You used to wait until the end, and we seemed to get two or three signings in the last couple of weeks. But I'm in I'm in a Championship chat on WhatsApp and. Uh, I've been putting up, oh, we've signed this player, we've signed this player. And everybody says, like, pretty jealous. How come you're signing all these players? And I went, yeah, but this time last season, we weren't. Uh, but it is good to see that 39 million quid 
80 million for two relegate for two players from a relegated side isn't bad business, is it? Bad, it's absolute genius bit of business. I mean, I'll be honest with you, Chris. Did Madison go for what I thought the ballpark figure of him be, for us being to zero and he had a year left in his contract and he's a championship registered player? Yeah, okay. I probably expected, you know, just us to be able to negotiate 40 million for, for him. I think people knew that we'd want to make out for missing out on getting rid of uh, Yuri Tillemans for nothing. So they were like, okay, we'll pay the 40 million, get it moved, get it done. Um, and then he had to Photoshop himself into a Spurs shirt. Um, so it's quite a black stripes. And uh, when I saw Newcastle coming in and then I heard that, that West Ham were coming in as well and then that went quiet, I thought, okay, one or two things is going to happen here. Either one of them is going to come back in and break and meet whatever our valuation is or we, we're not going to hear anything else and all of a sudden Harvey Barnes is going to get his head on and, and he's going to be part of the process going forward. Because like you said, Chris, when you really think about it, we actually haven't got much of first-team players that have actually left. It's Madison and Barnes. The rest are all pretty much still in and around the club for the time being. We've we've strengthened areas. Um, but yeah, when I saw 38, and now it's been reported there's an extra million on there, 39, so 38, 39 million regardless. Did I, did it, do I think that's what Barnes would have sold for in the Premiership? I think we've got fair value for him. I think 35 million, if we, if we were still in the Premier League, would have been a, still a good price. And at the Championship, I expected 20, 25 million at a push to be his sort of selling price. I was not expecting 39 million to be there. So I think it's a great deal all around. I, of course, we'll miss him. And of course, you'll miss what he had the potential to do in the Championship level. But it's great bit of business. I think it's genius that Leicester have got, like you said, Chris, just shy of 80 million for two. For two players, but Dave, we've we've got to make sure. I mean, we've got to be careful. We're not going to throw out the baby with the bathwater. We knew that Madison was going. We knew that um, Barnes would probably go. They were our two most sellable assets. Okay. But we've got to be careful. We're going to be talking about them later. But you know, Nacho could be going. Sorry, Brad. Nacho could be going to to Forest. Um, yeah, sure. Ricardo's been linked. You know, away. We we can't. You know, Castagna's been linked away. We've got to hold on to some of these players, haven't we? They'll all be linked away, won't they? That's it's what 46 happens. games. Yeah. yeah, but they'll all be linked away because we're relegated. You know, I'm surprised I don't too, think there's because... a player out there that I haven't seen a rumour we're linked no. away. Even the likes of Samarian and Didi have been linked with a move away. Well, I mean, the only... I mean, Barnes uh, would have been like prime uh, Henry Henry in the championship. And guys, don't forget to go and if you haven't subbed to his channel yet, do go and sub to Ant's Leicester fan channel. It's a really good uh, Leicester channel. Go and check it out if you haven't already. Uh, and he's doing the quiz soon. He's doing the quiz. Um, hey, Brad. I think I think I think when he uh, I think when he gets back off his uh, holiday, Brad said, "Oh, he'll get more people in and then go off the leaderboard." Um, I think with Barnes, we've got the thirty-nine million based on his attacking and his goals. And yeah, he's a San yeah. team that scores goals, only with a product. But yes. as long as they don't expect him to defend, then they'll be fine. <laughs> no, seriously though, he cannot defend. He's, he's, he has no idea what he's doing when he's supposed to be picking up. I mean, the, we have, he, I know Very he's not going to be his cup yeah, of tea. Uh, 
Um, oh, I loved him going forward. Yeah, but in one season, really everybody was saying like, "Oh, he's too selfish." He's, you know, and when yeah. then he passes the ball, they said, "Oh, he never has a shot." Um, <laughs> but I wanted to, Anthony says here, Vardy will get goals in the championship. Glad you still got him. He's got a year left. It looks like he's going to be staying. He is favourite. I don't know if it's the golden boot in the championship or what it's called, but he's favourite with the bookies, Dave, to be the top scorer in the Premier League. Uh, sorry, Brad, sorry. Surely, you know, he's going to get us a few, but he's not going to be playing enough games to do that, is he? He's going to struggle to win the golden golden boot in the Premier League, Chris. I'm sure yeah, you meant yeah. championship. Yeah. The fact that um, they're not working, I'm just happy. It's been a long day, Chris. <laughs> I don't, I, I, I don't, th- I don't actually think so. I think this is yeah, one of them. I, I'm just ethically pointing out your mistakes. Don't silence <laughs> me, like you did your music apparently today. How dare you? You can kick me out again. I'm sorry, Chris. Uh, no, I actually don't think so. I think if you're thinking Vardy's going to get the golden boot, then maybe there's a reason you shouldn't gamble because I look at his position in this team right now. Look, Friday, I'll forever be grateful. He's always going to be a Leicester legend in everybody's eyes, I assume, not just mine here. I have nothing but respect for the guy. And would I rather have Vardy at this club being an impact sub uh, for us and against us? Definitely rather have him for us because he can score goals. I don't think he will flop by any stretch of the imagination, but I'm not thinking of someone who's going to go score what championship average is about 17, 18 goals to win the golden boot in their division. Um, you might get the odd one that completely blows it away with 20, but very rare do you see that. I think Vardy might get eight, eight mm. sort of somewhere between eight and 12. He might get, but I cannot see him because of what I just said. He's an, he's going to be an impact sub. Regardless of Kelechi, and moment silence for my 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 uh, man crush, or Dakar are here or not, uh, we're going to get someone else in. Obviously, they've been heavily linked with the Swansea striker. That seems to be dependent on whether Kelechi commits or or careers off. You work out which one's Brad and which one's Nacho. <laughs> I hope I'm flashing that sense for that reason. That would be me, <laughs> but that's a whole different term. Well, according to what he said earlier, I think I think Dave's flashes me. <laughs> well, well, either way. But no, I think Leicester, like you said, you look at the squad and so far they haven't had to do some major damage repair in terms of we've only lost two mainstay from the first team. Um, it's just one of them. We, look, we, we know we've got players that he's obviously keeping an eye on to bring in if they're replaced, but I just don't see Varley playing enough to warrant a go- to say he's going to get a golden boot charge. Why do you think we need to sell a striker to get another one? Why can't we have four strikers? I mean, I think we will. We, we, we need them. four strikers. We desperately, possibly, need yeah. I mean, Vardy's in his last year, so you might as well get ahead of it instead of yeah. having to plan for it next season. That's what Dakar was for, wasn't it originally? Yeah. But then again, um, Dakar never really got a bit like Nacho when he came in. You know, you can't if you'd have brought Dakar in and gone. Like, right, we're going to give him all the game time and bring Vardy on. People would have gone absolutely apeshit, quite yeah, rightly. Yeah. You can't drop Vardy. And that was Nacho's problem. Once he got regular game time, he was our top scorer. Uh, oh, but, yeah, so I, I think four strikers will be needed. But just saying what he said then about the flash, that um, I didn't know if you know that you can now become a sperm donor by post. 
As soon as I heard that, I came in a jiffy. Um, <laughs> the saddest thing is, I knew where the joke was going, and I just, oh. Somebody fucking. Maybe we could live without the wisecracks. <laughs> this is what you've released on the people of Leatherhead, Dave. Well, no, scary. Not that, obviously, not that one at uh, seven o'clock. You know, we got 10 defenders as well, haven't we? Or 12, something like that. I think and we've lost quite a few. Um, well, Vestergaard's uh, yeah. still got his. Shut up, don't swear at me with that name, Dave. <laughs> hey, look at Steve Walsh. He was turned into an out and out striker. Look, look, I'm at Elliot. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, you look. Oh, sorry. I'll say, no, it's all right. It's all right. It's, it's past. So it's all right. It's not. It's not an important point. Uh, Dave, I want to ask you this. Terry makes a very good point, and I'm not. I'm not. Well, we've, we've got past the Brendan bashing. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't want to go on and on. Well, he's got enough trouble in the up there. So, well, you know, he schools off. You know, sulks off back up to Celtic every time yeah. he doesn't do. Belend. But um, you know, we he was supposed to be this superb. Uh, coach that would bring these players through. But when you look at Barnes and Kieran Dewsbury Hall and Luke Thomas, yes, he brought them through, but he didn't, to my mind, he got them to a certain level and then that was it. He could, he didn't progress them with how well, he yeah. somebody yeah. of his statue would. Dewsbury Hall came back to us, was it from Luton? Yes. But yeah, pretty good. I mean, he's pretty impressive that first season. And then he just... Went off. No? What do you think? I'm oh. not on about that, mate. I'm reading the comments. <laughs> Sorry. No. no. I think Ant's been a little bit of a uh, cheeky bastard. No, you go for it, Ant. So, <laughs> I'm with you, mate. It's great up front. It'd be another... I don't know. Omanroid, will he? Omanroid. Yeah. Or, yeah. Or, yeah. But, but you know what I'm saying, though? He got these good players, or these yeah. young players. He got He's them to a certain level. Yeah, that's stopped, it. Yeah. You know... Um, yeah, you're right. I mean, uh, Hamza Chowdhury, he should have been able to work with him. Instead, he well, we're going to be not. coming on to Hamza in a, yeah, in a, in a little okay. bit. Um, you're right. I mean, there are youngsters there. That but, but, with Hamza, of course, he, he, he had a superb game. You know, he was man of the match and he was blowing smoke up his arse. Then we never saw him for the rest of the season post-Liverpool. Well, but, well. Uh, but, but look, but let me just ask you both this, first of all. Um, Harvey Barnes to Newcastle. Uh, James Madison, and I think I know which way this is going to go. James Madison to Tottenham. Come to you first, Brad. Um, one word answer. Who's made the better move? Barnes. Dave? Barnes. Barnes. I think you are both right. I would agree with you. Um, I have no idea what Madison's on. No. I think it's, I think it's London as, as attracts him. Uh, we'll be moving on to the next topic straight after this. Leicester Till I Die podcasts on the Apple iTunes, Spotify, Google, Anchor, and all podcast platforms. Something is coming. Something big to this podcast. Hello, Chris. Yes, it is. It's big. It's me. Uh, I'm not big. I'm not funny. But look, <laughs> I said earlier, I did a watch along for the match that never was. Um, and I got just well, I think I'm on 2.8 thousand views on a watch along that did not have a what a match to watch along to. Um, and I, none, none of the games last season, even the big games for Leicester, got that many viewers. Uh, 
it was painful to watch. And I actually went on talk TV last night. I was hoping that they were going to send me the clip to show tonight. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Dave, if you can move that quick, sign up for Leicester. You'll be on, you'll do all right for me on the wing. Um, but <laughs> put me what was I just saying before that? You're on talk TV. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they said, and they asked me the question about playing these games abroad and was it right and, you know, the time of year we were going, etc., etc. Now, bear with me here because I want to sort of... I can kind of sympathise with the club because, first of all, they um, planned this before we knew we were going to get relegated. So we wouldn't have had the Coventry game. We'd have had, you know, a week or so until the next... until Premier League kick-off. Um, so, you know, we would have had a, a gap anyway. Um, and if Leicester want to be seen as a, and we want to get back in the Premier League and we want to be seen as, you know, a top, top half side, playing the likes of bloody Peterborough and Burton and Northampton and Colville and all these shitty games, some of them behind closed doors, why shouldn't we be going abroad and doing these big tours? Because that's what the big clubs do. You know, Man United, I've never seen them play Stockport County in the pre-season, certainly unless it's the under-21s or something, you know. And yet, you know, yes, it gives the fans, don't get me wrong, a chance to see the teams like Northampton. And we've always had a big game come to us, haven't we, before we kick off. But if we want to be seen as a team and we want you know, to build the fan base and to be able to compete, you know, with FFP, we need to broaden our appeal. And the only way we're going to do that is by going abroad. And this was the chairman's hometown, home country. <coughs> he wanted yeah. to show Leicester off to, to Thailand. And that as a PR stunt has gone very, very well. The crowds have come out. Uh, now, you know, Mark Saggers, he said to me, he said, yeah, but you've gone over in the monsoon season. I said, well, that happens to be our off season. The sweet FA we could do about that. We couldn't go away in December because we'd have had six or seven games. I said, so we've got to go now. I said, maybe if it would have helped if we'd picked a, a, a ground that's got a, a roof on it, as we will do against Liverpool. I think that's got a retractable roof. Um, what annoyed me about it was is that at 11 o'clock, which is the kickoff, a decision should have been made. When we play any Premier League games, and the decision's taken before the kickoff time whether that game's going to go ahead or not. They were trying to repaint the penalty area lines, the white lines, in the middle of a monsoon. It was raining and they were trying to paint the lines. It isn't going to work. They were, you know, that, that famous scene of Steve Linux when he goes for a swim against Southampton? He could have dived off the 10-foot fucking diving board and come out of one of them puddles. It was that bad. Why it took them 40-odd minutes, 40, 45 minutes to cancel the game, I don't know. That decision could have been made at 5 past 11. That was, I'm afraid, where we looked like a joke. But for me, would I sooner see us play Tottenham? Would I sooner see us play against Liverpool? Yes, we're going to learn a hell of a lot more what did he learn against Northampton? Because after 60 minutes, he changed the whole bloody team. So in that 30 minutes, what did he learn about any of the players? He's surely going to learn more. And no disrespect to Peterborough, 
he would have learned more playing the likes of Liverpool's and Tottenham's. Dave, your thoughts on it? Going there is brilliant. Yep, I agree. Um, were the crowds all in when it was abandoned or cancelled? I mean, was was there a big attendance? I'm assuming there was. You couldn't see because it was, well, just it was too wet. Of course, having beers. <clears throat> I mean, the things that yeah, they're having like, a swim in the main stand. Okay, so that that was clear then. You know, people like Heskey, Matt Elliott. I know the Walsh is over there. Um, uh, who else? Yeah, Obviously, they're all um, there. Yeah. Captain Morgan. You know, I mean, yeah, brilliant, brilliant stuff, and that's what we should be doing. They take. I see they're taking it, or their task is to send a million footballs over there or something like that um, to the kids over there. I mean, it's absolutely brilliant. Um, and, yeah, we should be doing more of that because Man United, Arsenal, Liverpool have all shown that if you get support over there, um, I know China was involved with them, wasn't it, that um, it just builds your club up. And yeah. you're right, it's the chairman's home. Last time we went there, we didn't exactly leave with, um, well, uh, you know, we owed them one, didn't we? Yeah, we, a lot of the locals had, had something else all over the face. You know, they yeah, were back what, the jiffy yeah. bags, aren't we? I, um, mean, I, well, I don't know when they come back, do you? Come back. Hey, well, they've got Liverpool on uh, Sunday. Yeah, that's, that's not in, in Thailand, is it? No, that's Singapore. Singapore. Yeah. Um, but, and look, Brad, let me just say before I come to you, and and I said this to Mark Saggers. I said, he was saying like, well, you know, you're playing over there in the middle of the monsoon. Should you not have known? I went, well, you know, tell that to uh, ECB. We've just lost the ashes because of the weather. Oh, tell that to Wimbledon, who just lost two or three days because of the weather. And I'm to play. I went, sure, sorry, Brad. I know that's painful. Uh, but Brad, you know, you can't. Yes, it's the monsoon weather. Uh, but should they, you know, not have? There's no way they could could know 100. percent And when else can we go? Well, exactly. I mean, like you said as well. It's not like that's the first time we've gone over. We always go over when it's monsoon weather because it's the only time we can. It's just famous for it. It's just it's called a monsoon weather because that's the majority of time when they get one. So we've gone over there and not had games interrupted by weather before. We won't be the first team to go over there. We're certainly not the last team to go over there and try and have a pre-season game that gets interrupted by weather. I think there's been a few over the time that have been in Thailand. So, well, it's not like we've just made a random stupid decision and gone, oh, not be a laugh. Let's pretend to have a pre-season, but send them out in the monsoon season because we can guarantee the rain. No, we've been over there plenty of seasons when it's supposed to be monsoon season or it was monsoon season and we got cracking split in the streets on sunshine yeah. over there and they, they got all the pre-seasons in. It's not ideal, but it's the way it happens. Yeah. Um, I'm all for it. Like you said, they, they, did you see, did any of you see the video they put up on the website? Uh, yeah. You know, with, with, uh, with the owner and, and the manager and all that. Yeah. So it was great for publicity. It's exactly what they need to re revamp because obviously due to COVID and, and the, the shirt sponsoring issue they had the season before, we've not been able to put King Power on it. You know, they need that as a, as a business and, 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 and the club itself. So I'm all for it. And I kind of get the progression in, in, in ability levels of the teams we're playing on. 
We know Northampton and Burton are fitness only. That's why two or three of them are behind closed doors because they're only doing it for fitness. They're not even really playing the game. It, it is the Liverpools, the Celtic games when we used to have them and whatnot that we look forward to because that's I when we know what we're getting the best. At the end of the day, that Northampton game was a waste of time. Levin, OH Levin, we didn't even know they were playing behind bloody closed doors. You know, yeah, they were well. playing behind closed doors. I mean, would I travel eight hours? And I know, I've got, nobody ever accused me of not being a Leicester fan. Fucking money that I've put in this lot behind me here. And, you know, I've travelled eight hours with petrol and what we were saying earlier with when I've had a season ticket. But would I travel up to watch us play North uh, Northampton in the pre-season friendly? Would I fuck? No. Would I travel up to see us play? I wouldn't travel to Thailand either, but would I travel up to see us watch Spurs? And Ant said here, yes, I would, I should say to that, um, rhetorical questions. Ant says here, how was it the Spurs side of the ground nearly full? How could you tell which side of the ground it was, to be honest with you? I don't know whether, and I didn't see, I didn't see loads of uh, white Spurs shirts over there. Uh, I don't know. The camera, the camera never showed this side. It just showed the far side, which was empty. Uh, all I saw on this side was people moving um, uh, backwards and forwards. Um, Spurs are going to be bigger than us, for God's sake. You know, they're one of the so-called big six. Therefore, they are getting that publicity from Sky all over the fucking world that we don't get because we're not in that big six little cartel. Uh, but if we want to be, we've got to be this. Like, I mean, what you're saying there, Ant, is like, well, you know, we're never going to be as big as Spurs, so let's not go. Well, let's not let's let's stick in the championship because we're not going to be able to get out because we're not going to have enough fans for FFP when we go up and we'll come straight back fucking down. I mean, come on, you know. Are you went up Did to it? Hull, mate? Respect you for going up to Hull. Would I travel up to watch Leicester at Hull in the pre-season friendly? What the fuck? Because it's the other end of the bloody yeah. country. Well, well, with the greatest respect, I wouldn't go and see Leicester Hull in the league game away from home, and I know we've got them <laughs> because some 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 away teams I just have. You know, I'm one of them. I'm a bit meticulous one. So I don't want to be always going to an away ground that I have dull records with. The Hall's a horrible team for us to play. I'd rather not. Yeah. You know, I, I I'm tight budgeted. I'm I'm not I'm not an elite member like Gorinda with my uh, you know my Roth runs and that. But there oh, are certain don't places. Don't Gorinda. You you what? Sorry, yeah. who who did you say there? What? I'm I said I'm elite. not quite elite, elite like Gorinda. I am proper elite. No. I am Gorinda. Blame Brad. Sorry, anyway, Dave, you wanted to um, say well, I mean, I'm, I'm old enough to remember the days when nobody went to friendly games. Mm. Or just a couple of hundred and his dog. Um, I remember Leicester playing down at Woking. Um, mm. And being, living in Leatherhead, that was a great venue for us. But it was only the youth team or a couple of reserves and the odd first team player who was match, needed match fitness. Nobody really went. The only two... Mm. The only, supporters that went were the supporters of the team we were playing, like Burton mm. or, you know, teams like that. So I don't I mean, think I'm it's a... a big deal um, whether yeah. you go or not. I think it's great that fans do, I must say, um, because it gives I mean, the management an idea. Isn't it? Well, it is. It's a spectacle. Also... If you think about it, free entry to these Northampton games or maybe a couple of quid at most, to get the younger kids involved in them because you know yeah. you're going to see all the players because early doors, they're playing two different squads. Like Chris said, an hour into the game, another 11 came on the pitch. So that's what you want to see when you're a young age. I mean, I remember not as far back as you guys because I'm, I'm slightly younger than you guys. So I'm being kind to you both there, just slightly younger. I remember 
<laughs> a local game around. Oh, miss, um, that, then. miss that then, Brad. <laughs> asshole. Uh, I hope we don't happen to you on a radio for 75 minutes again. Asshole. Uh, anyway, uh, I remember when I was a little bit um, smaller than you guys because you were a bit older than me. That um, we used to play Hinkley, and it was like a star game because my local primary school we used to get free tickets to them. You know, you get it yeah. given out to the younger ones. The older kids weren't really that bothered. I mean, you're talking years zero to six, but once you got to about year three or four, yeah. weren't really that interested. But I used to go to them games because it was a chance for your local area to see your big city's main sponsor, sponsored, supported team play, and it was free to go. Oh, so. Yeah. They used to do friendlies a lot better for the right reasons. I think that's what you have to see them as more. Well, you've also got to remember one of our friendlies every season is actually played at the same time on the same day. So you've got two friendlies. And, (coughs) excuse me, I can remember going to Paul Town and I came down here and then you say, oh, we've got a friendly against Bournemouth. And they've got a good relationship, the two clubs. But it was never the Bournemouth first team. They had like one first team player in it and the rest of them were all youth players. You think, but. Everybody from Paul went down to see the so-called pool players. Um, Anthony, in fairness, said, not what I'm saying at all, just don't understand why we are made out to be massive in Thailand when we are not. I think we, I think we can, if we compare it to, are we more massive in Thailand than we are in Egypt or or America? Or, yeah, you've got to say, yes, we are. Um, I think, Anthony, also, that, that we hope we are, or we'd like to think we are because of our connections yeah um the past chairman and the chairman now but he's right i mean you know a lot of those crowds are manufactured aren't they yeah and well andrew johnty says a very good point here only time i felt embarrassed to wear my leicester shirt was in thailand the locals do not like king power at all really opened up my eyes going i mean you went andrew i not neither of us two went so i can't possibly comment on that but let's be honest with you I think that applies to any clubs in, in, yeah. in any, anywhere, doesn't it? Well, I think King Power is seen as part of the um, the royal family. Mm. And um, and I think that's where the problem is. Uh, I think if you look at the, there's a lot there was a lot of fans turning up, though. But, um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 The but... split friendlies, no, they're not fun. I mean, <laughs> oh. four or five hour return journey. Just uh, watch half a bloody team turn out. Yeah, I don't, no, nobody I, travel. If that I want to watch the under 21s, I'll get an under 21 season ticket. Nobody would travel that far, would they? I mean, no, they are not, not for half the team. But I think know. you have to do some. You have to give everybody a game, don't you? That's the point. That's the it point is. of friendlies, which is why nobody used to go and watch. No, because no, you're not. Um, you're not you know, you don't know what you're going to get. And how many that... of the people that go to friendlies have gone to the friendlies? Because I know Ant doesn't, but, and no. fair play to Ant. Uh, how many people go to the friendlies to watch the team simply because they can't? Um, well, you know what, mate? They, they think... can't get to see a, a, a Premier League match. Yeah, possibly, but I think also the fact that it's their team. I mean, I, I must admit, when I lived up there, I didn't go to the friendly games um, because I used to go to all the league games and home and away. But yeah. maybe if I couldn't, unless and Leicester came down and played at, um, I don't know, Christ, we haven't got anybody down here, have we? Say Brighton in a friendly, yeah. I'd go to that and I'd go to Southampton. Um, mm. And I'd probably go, I mean, I'm looking forward to the Watfords and things like that because that's not too far away. Yeah. 
but no, I wouldn't go to them because it's not there for fans really. It's there to um, to get the players fit. But it gives people a chance to go and see games that they won't be able to see normally. Um, yeah. And and no matter who plays, it's a Leicester shirt. And I think yeah. that's. Oh, it is. It is. Uh, Anne says there took his niece uh, to Wong's only game she can yeah. go to. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And I accept that. Uh, and of course, you'd have enjoyed taking her because we'd have both been the same height. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Ant. Sorry, mate. Come on. Uh, I, think, I think Ant's been very polite to you. <laughs> he, oh, he gives it as good. He gives <laughs> it back when I'm on his channel, believe you me. Uh, people don't get defenders. That's why many are behind closed doors. Look, you know, we do remember, guys, everything that I say on here, not everything I say on here is actually what I think, and a lot of it is to create conversation. Oh, but yeah. uh, the thing is that you could have 10 people in the same room Talking about friendlies, five would say one thing, five would say the other. None of us are right, none of us are wrong. Um, it, it was never a big deal years ago, was it? It seems to be more of a big deal now. Um, I think it's just because of the whole football thing, isn't it? You know. Yeah, I think so. I, and I think it is nice for non-league clubs sometimes, if they do get one of these better sides, whether it's the youngsters or not, um, to be able to go and see them. And it's good for the kids. That's the most important thing. There's going to be no trouble, hopefully. Yeah, um, they yeah. can watch a decent standard of football, and you know it makes them feel part of it. I think. Yeah, I mean, Terry says here people don't go to friendlies. That's why many are behind closed doors. And Andrew, on the other flip of the coin, three and a half thousand to Northampton yeah. would disagree that people don't go to friendlies. And yeah. I have total respect to the three and a half thousand that went. Um, just not for me. Just not for me. I tuna see us play, you know, the, the bigger teams, to be honest with you. And, I, and I'll tell you something as well. If we invite um, Northampton as the last game of the season before we start the new season to the King Power to play a game, would they fill that stadium? If we invited, I don't know, um, Ajax or somebody like that, which we have been doing for the previous seasons, teams like that, would they fill the ground? Yes, of course they would. You know, so um and you've got you've got to remember, Chris, these clubs that we're playing against, I know we're looking at Leicester's reputation and I get it, but you have to understand people also have to understand as well that away days are wild. It doesn't seem to matter if it's friendlies or not, it's always seemed to be a day out and you can guarantee that she uh sorry, I got something back in my throat then, that's horrible. Oh um oh. that's what you were doing off camera. People, no, I was, <laughs> <laughs> having a drink and it's gone you're doing, but whatever you tell me I'm going to find it hard to swallow oh <laughs> but, but, yeah I, I mean obviously as well everything's a little bit cheaper it's a game away game but um, he, he makes himself laugh way too easy doesn't he <laughs> um, the else thing else is as well that, that's why <laughs> I no know right that, I no wonder that young lady never came back on <laughs> well that explains everything but no um, next week that, Wednesday the thing is, Wednesday she's on Okay. You you have to remember as well, we're not the only club that's trying to build a reputation. Northampton will see that exactly as you said, Chris. Would we want Northampton to be our big blockbuster, if you will, you know, quote blockbuster friendly game, be it the King Power, be Northampton and Ajax? We'd obviously want the Ajax, but it's all done through invitations. You invite these teams to pro play friendlies. You know, there might not be, but there might be some Premier, you know, Northampton fans that have gone, 
well, I'd rather see us play a Premiership club, but Leicester attract. They, they t- we took three and a half thousand, like Andrew just said there. So they knew they was going to get the pool. They knew they was going to get people through the door. And especially for clubs like Northampton, with the greatest respect in comparison to us budget-wise, they need all the money they can get probably at the start of the season to raise funds while the off-season's going off and make up for that off-season loss, whereas Leicester don't really have to worry about it with the TV revenues they, they, they got last season and the positional finishing payment for last season. So we were their big friendly out the door early because obviously their season starts just as early as ours. Am I missing a big friendly? I think so. But if you look at the way clubs have to negotiate paying for it, do we need to be paying for a Real Madrid to come and entertain us? Not really. I'd rather see that money go towards the next transfer if it's yes. a couple of million, which in guarantee in this day and age it is. Nobody does anything for free. With Liverpool and Tottenham. But they'll, they'll reimburse that with the fact that it'll be advertised like an absolute steam train for the King Power, oh, yeah, their product. Said, but we are yeah. still getting the big... Um, yeah, we're still getting the big friendlies, but obviously not yeah. one at the King Power is what more yeah. I meant. Not more than yeah, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say Tottenham's a big friendly. <laughs> Why? It was <laughs> so <laughs> small, they cancelled it. <laughs> they, they blamed it on the weather. A little bit of rain second, and that's it. We're only so a we'll second get there. All I'm saying is... Chris, you're like this, right? I checked out some stats, right? And uh, you know how we've seen some players over the years fall from grace when they left us? A certain flop farner, uh, Voldemort, as I call him, the French Voldemort, and, and, and Maguire. All I want to say is, now you like your stats, Chris, and I don't, but I'm just going to get my glasses on just so I can read these clearly. I've got these brought up a special occasion. It's Madison stats against Leicester. Ooh. Zero passes, zero created chances, zero dribbles, zero interceptions, zero tackles made. You leave Leicester, you effect. Should have stayed with the grass is greener, mate. I had better stats for us than we got relegated. So, your Spurs team going all right. And if anyone hasn't got a clue what's going on, I'm wondering. Ah! Well, is he really that bad? <laughs> but, ah, stats fall away when you leave Leicester. Uh, I like right. the it, was, it was mentioned earlier. Oh, yeah. I should um, wear them more. They're not for show. Yeah, <laughs> not okay, yeah, okay. Um, it was mentioned earlier, but let us um, go because it has been announced. Uh, the Tottenham match has been replaced um, by we, a better team. The latest Leicester City news is a behind the closed door match is penciled in before City head to Singapore to take on Liverpool. Um, Leicester City players will get minutes into their legs before they take on Liverpool on Sunday with a behind closed door match organised to replace the cancelled friendly against Tottenham. Uh, City will take on top-flight tie-side Port FC on Wednesday after their scheduled fixture against Spurs was washed out. Uh, so, Dave, they're getting the match. Um, so, yes, they lost you know, the, 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 the fitness bit, if you like, against Tottenham. Uh, but they're going to get that against um, Port FC. Mm. I'm a bit worried that, of course, that they will attack very strongly down the left side. But maybe if we play half of them and half of Starboard FC, they could attack us on both sides. Well, they might pass it around a lot, Port FC. <laughs> <laughs> you, you're worse than me. You're worse than me. Have you seen what the Tottenham shirts are? Too much. <laughs> he's doing his. He's doing his total. His, I'm going to go off, and I'm going to talk about what I want. I don't care, I don't care what the question was. No bloody wonder your Kathy goes out band practice so often. <laughs> anyway, she, she doesn't even have a band. 
Does she know, doesn't even play an instrument. She just goes and sees a rubber band shot. Is, 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 is it a bottom trumpet or something? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's a triangle just to get anything to get away from David, it seems. Ding. Uh, I've just asked a question. Have you heard how much they are? About well, 30 quid, aren't they, isn't it? Too much. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Away days are great, but when you can't play away, there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with Muck Delivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Poor FC, so they are going to get a game. Yeah, yeah, that's all right. I can bring you back to the question that I actually asked. You know what? <laughs> in your words, Christopher, Rude. I don't care about friendlies. I don't care whether we play friendlies. If the league starts, that's it. But do you not think we need the... I mean, nah. again, do we not need the, the, the fitness? Whatever happens, it always takes a half a dozen games to get match fit anyway. Everybody says that. I have no idea why. I don't know whether we don't put enough into pre-match pre-season friendlies or whether it's a different game I'm sure it is so what's the point in it's like a training game isn't it mm-hmm. you'd be better off playing first attackers versus defenders and the other way around because you get more physical work put in there I, would, I, I, would, I, I, would, I would when like, I was a lad and we played all feels <laughs> and it was next goal wins, no matter the scoreline. Well, we were doing <laughs> all right until Guy had to go home and he took his jumper with him and we didn't have a goal post. <laughs> yeah. It was next goal wins if we scored it, yeah. Yeah. I tell you yeah. what, though, I've just realised that Dave actually, I, I, I said Rishi Sunak, but he has got a look at Boris Johnson about him, don't you? Well, he still avoids answering the question, so he's you doing know, that as well. Let well, me ask you well, the well, same well, 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 I'm not, I'm, Brad, let me ask you the question. (laughs) See if I get an answer. It is at least a game, isn't it? And then the fans, the fans aren't going to see it. No, that I mean that's that's the problem. But you kind of take that as it is these day and ages. A lot of clubs have behind uh, the door closed friendlies. Sometimes some people, some clubs manage them when they've got a week off because they can't get out of a cup competition like Spurs. Um, you know, so they have a chance to play a behind the scenes friendly. I, again, I, I I'm inclined to disagree with you, though, Dave. I do see a point to um, to friendlies um, because. You have to put into practice what what you're working on, and and the thing is, Leicester this season aren't just doing the same old, same old. You know, five yard passes going backwards all the time with the same twelve players that, that Brendan seemed to favour out of his full twenty five man squad. Um, you know, so not not just that though. We're 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 trying a new system. We're trying a new style of play. He's bringing his own methods into that. I mean, we talk about the fact that we've got a sturdy defence. I mean, 
Castagne died off a bit, talks of that. I think Ricardo's injury track records put people off. I said that would struggle to shift him and I wouldn't be averse to him staying. If he kind of gets them to do a Carl Walker role, I, I don't think we need to strengthen the defence, you know, and only be the middle part of the, the, the midfield that needs a bit of a buffering, but we've still got them players. But you've got a lot that's going to change. And it, it might be small little things, but collectively that makes one big, massive change. And he's got a style of play to integrate. He's got to find... Right now, until he knows a player's joining, he's got to try and make players potentially ready to adapt to that squad. And it's all well and it's all well and good trying that out to someone who's got the handbook in front of him going, okay, so when he goes left, that means they're doing this. And then when we go middle, that means they're doing this. So we've got to, they, we know how to prepare for our own attacking defence. And that's why they do that. What you need is an opposition to see how they handle you playing it. Yes, we want to progress that quality with the greatest respect to this Thailand side. And we, we would have got that all kidding aside, playing Tottenham and whatever team Liverpool end up putting out against us um, on the Sunday, as long as the monsoon's gone by now. Um, so I do see the purpose behind them because of that. You know, you want to go and, and showcase that to everybody. Everybody gets excited because it's not the dull, depressing Brendan days. You know, we're seeing some attacking football, some intent from the players, and we're kind of seeing what we're going to see throughout the season, like the style of play, our intent and how we're going to go about business. And we're also seeing how teams maybe, you know, look at us and go, okay, how do we combat this? Because one minute we think we're doing this and then, you know, how we go about it makes us see how easy it is to stop us. And if it's easy, we need to work on something else. And that's where I think playing against oppositions at any level just helps you put it into practice. Yeah. I was just quoting um, Chris. Sorry? I was just quoting you. <laughs> um, John T, I don't know whether what you've said is true or not, but if it, I can't see anything up there, and to come on with comments like that, I'll put you in timeout. Next time, mate, you, you get banned. Um, it's just saying here, um, I've, I've lost it now because I was looking at that. Um, here we go. Uh, no, it's this one. Um, Reorganising the clash with Spurs was not possible. Uh, so with Spurs already in Singapore, they played the country's national team on Wednesday. Uh, there was confusion around the game against Port FC with the title of announcing the fixture on their social media channels and then taking down those posts. The game will go ahead. However, no fans will be able to attend. Um, but, uh, uh, yeah, um uh, it, 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 I think the fans should be allowed to attend, uh, especially if they've, if they've paid for tickets. I presume they're going to get a refund. Uh, but uh, moving on, moving on. Um, Not long, is it? Steffi, Steffi, I was going to say Graf, Mavididi uh, to Leicester. Good business or a desperate measure, uh, Dave? Who the hell's that? Well, I miss something. <laughs> All right. Uh, who the hell is that? <laughs> I love, I love the that come on here and do their homework. Um, he is the Arsenal wonder kid. You said you wanted to talk transfers. Uh, no, I've not heard that one. Uh, <laughs> he, he is, he, well, two days ago, he was going to sign on the day, apparently. Um, yeah, I don't take much notice of all this gossip. I mean, so much comes in. Well, inbox. it is, but uh, but that is the gossip, unfortunately. But why yeah, would he, why would this? Well, on loan, I guess, is it a loan? No, no, he is an ex-Arsenal youngster uh, who didn't really get into their team. He went to Juventus, I think it was, for a season and only got like, oh, half yeah, a game. Yeah, 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 and yeah. he's at Montpellier now. Uh, yeah. He's a winger. 
Um, he's going to be a very, he's going to be a lone winger uh, because now Barnes has gone. But I mean, we've yeah, got, you can still pay Kevin. Yeah, well, we've got <laughs> Kevin, of course we have, and we love Kevin, don't we? But you know, he, he can't go on forever. Um, so, I what, what? Well, let me come to you first, then, Brad. Give uh, give Dave a chance to Google. Uh, <laughs> no, I was just getting a message about your show. That's all. See if it went out. Carry on. <laughs> oh, you've scrutinising and reviewing you already. No, no, I'm just getting these fans that's contacting me. <laughs> People actually didn't know it went out. Oh, anyway. Brad, do you know about him? No, I don't. <laughs> I don't. I, I'm like Dave, but I, so many... Right, well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, potential new Leicester signing, uh, Stephen Mavididi has reacted uh, to Harvey Barnes' departure from the club after the England winning to join Newcastle. Uh, Mavididi, who looks set to join City in the move from League One side Montpellier, posted a crying face emoji in replies to Barnes' social media post announcing the toughest decision of my life. I'm leaving my boyhood club. Uh, it could be interpreted as disappointment on Mavididi's part that he won't get to link up with Barnes again at City. Uh, the pair had previously played together uh, for England's under-20s. He was, like I said, I'm quoting newspapers here, super kid uh, when he was at Arsenal. Look, we need a winger. Uh, we know that. Uh, let me bring the, uh, the, the uh, Waldorf and whatever it is, the two Muppets back in. Um, Pearl's a winger, isn't he? Isn't he good? Dave. Jesus Christ! Sorry. <laughs> awful. Look, look. I, even by my standards, that was bloody awful. Um, we're desperate for wingers, aren't we, Dave? We're desperate for them in whatever form. Yeah. I'm not saying obviously that he's going to play wingers, but we have got uh, we have got Kevin, but you know he can't go on forever. We do need wingers. Um, we know Luckman isn't going to happen. Well, it's not going to happen. Obviously, mm -hmm. we missed the we missed the boat there. But we desperately need wingers. We've we've got to get somebody in and give them a bloody chance. Well, yeah. Do we? I don't know. Do we play wingers at all? Um, I mean, that, to be honest, even last year, we were so narrow, at the, apart from Barnes, that you wonder whether it achieves anything. Um, but then again, did, did you know... <laughs> I mean, Barnes scored a lot of goals in comparison to everybody else, but, you know, he didn't actually make that many. Although I think his assists were supposed to be quite good, but I can't remember them. Um <sighs> You know, I, I don't know, mate. I really don't know. I, I think we could fall into the trap of buying another winger for the sake of it and ending up with what's happened over the last three or four years. Hmm. Uh, I mean, I don't know. do we need? I mean, we've bought these wingers in, Brad. You know, we had uh, we had Luckman. We know is the one that got away. Um, we had um, Under, who who went over and and, and out. Uh, I mean, we've we've had. Dear Bat, we've had all these wingers coming in, but are they being given a chance? 
No, not really. I mean, Diabate hit the ground running in an FA Cup game. Don't remember him playing for us again. Um, yeah, well, yeah, but not many people can say they came on, made a debut for Leicester and scored two, no matter who it was against, even if it was against um, bloody Wickham Wanderers, but we don't talk about that. Did Barcelona um, Musa do it against Well, that was Musa. That was Musa, yeah. Yeah, so... And then we, but then we've, but then, then we've seen 400k go out to Mares, and and he didn't play for half a season, his first season. Now, look what happened. The story told itself how he goes. So for every bad decision, made really a good decision. Um, it felt like a necessity in the Premier League. Um, I know if we're going to go off this mantra that Enzo's going to use the the the, the pet guidebook, if you will, the probably is. But from what people were saying about position changes in pre-season, there's rumours that if we do keep hold of Kalecchi. Um, he might actually play like like sort of Shinji Okazaki did for us. He might play like a false nine sort of role where he holds that ball up and, and, and we still have technically Vardy as our striker, but maybe it'll be more of a an inverted backwards sort of triangle sort of thing where we'll have somebody on the left, somewhere on the right, and, and then he actually picking up around the box again. That depends on if he stays or moves on, of course. But um, yeah. Do you think he will play with wingers? I, I just, I'm not overly convinced they'll be your traditional wingers. You, you think wingers and you think sticking to the touchline. I think they'll be more like what you'd see uh, sort of called left forwards and right forwards, which is the difference between a winger and a right forward is, you know, Grealish will fall over, but that's, that's a different perspective. As a left winger, he gets the ball deep, he drives us to the edge of the box, and then he supplies it into the box from the edge of it. Eden Hazard was one of the best, what I would call left, well, technical left wingers, but I'd call him a left forward because he'd still drive to that box. But like sort of what Barnes did as well, he has that ability to cut in and actually attack the goal and not be a supplier. And that's the difference. You get a collective of goals and assists from that position more than you do one or the other from being out on the wing. You're either scoring incredible goals or assisting. So we, I don't think we need a natural winger. I think we need an inverted winger, if you will, or a left forward, whichever you want to refer to him as. Yeah. Good evening to, to Neil. He's in from Beyond the 90, another great Leicester channel. Um, Ant, uh, Ant says, I remember him hitting uh, the back of the cop against Arsenal. <laughs> oh, dear, but you see, I can say all these problems, as I think, and I feel sorry for the likes of Dakar and Perlo, whoever else comes in. Is they're always oh, not as good as Vardy, and we're, we've been comparing everybody. Well, he's no Mares, is he? Well, nobody's in Mares, are they, Dave? I mean, yeah, you, you, <laughs> Mares was Mares, probably one of the best players that's ever pulled on a Leicester shirt. Although yeah, but as Brad French. said, not for the first year because he was being yeah. compared to the Frenchman. Did he miss the penalty? Mm-hmm. Watford. We don't talk about that friendly. It wasn't a playoff semi final. It was friendly. We don't talk about it, Dave. It's banned from this channel. Um, okay. Yeah, but yeah. So I, nobody fits in straight away, but I think no, we can. But they're not it. being given the time these days, are they? Yeah, tomorrow, no. Yeah. But I do feel. Yeah. But has I feel like the rules fresh. Well, yeah, but has, sorry, sorry, Brad, just say Samari hasn't no, though, because he hasn't been given, like Kalechi well, hasn't been given the game time. I and if he goes and we'll, you know, mm. he goes. But you know, I mean, you know, I've got to say, 
Kevin Keegan, when he went from Scunthorpe to, to Liverpool, didn't go straight into the first right. team in those days. Right. He had six months or so uh, in the reserves when those days when they had reserves. Would Soyuncu be the player that he turned out to be for us if he hadn't had that year in in you know it, it behind the scenes before he was replaced Maguire? Um, so, but these players, you know, Samare is he. You know, he was never he was never played the way that he was played or the type of player he was. You know, he wanted he wanted a box to box midfielder, uh, Belen. So why didn't he bloody buy one? But you know, but we'll see if he's going to come in. Uh, everybody thought that he was going to be part of the new kit launch, uh, and he wasn't. Um, but we'll have a look. But moving on, uh, this one you you loved this before before we came live. Nice to see you. To see you, Nice, Brad. Ricardo linked with his old club, Nice. Can <coughs> can we? I mean, to me, it takes the biscuit. <laughs> Thank you. This is what they want. <laughs> this is, as Tiswas fans will know, this is what they want. I mean, oh, for do they? Do, how many of the so-called first-team players can we let go? It's all right bringing new players in, but you've got to keep the nucleus of a, of a team there, surely. Yeah, this is where you... Oh, sorry, it was Dave. No, it's wrong, Brad. Sorry, mate. Uh, you... I, thought, no, I thought Chris said my name first, not yours. So, you did, yeah. I did. Yeah, Dave okay. was so, your... Dave. It doesn't know it can't do bother me, his name. The thing is, this is where this is where you've got to look at the depth we've got and not just like the quality of the depth we've got i mean we first of all we don't know um you know where other people can play in that sort of position from center backs because if he's going to play three then essentially we do need to make sure we've got two very strong first team wing backs and two capable replacements to, to go on and, and potentially play alongside him if he goes for a five at the back and then he pushes them in in, in midfield so you look at our depth in that area. Mm. Luke Thomas is probably not the way we intended, but it's probably ideal that he's going to get a season in the championship. You've got Christiansen, who's not going to go anywhere. He's barely eight months into his contract at Leicester, and we don't need to sell people. We need to remember that when we're not like an, it's not like a fire sale at Leicester. It's more we're going to have to get rid of some of these deadwood and, and, and big big purchase names, which we're doing. So you've got two players. You've then got JJ, who's been back. Because some bell end didn't register and he wasn't able to play for the last three months, but he was back and working on his fitness and back up to full fitness. Um there. And then you've got Castagne and Ricardo. So we don't we do have a you do have potential to get rid of one of them five because you're not necessarily going to require all of them to play in that position. Now in talent wise, we're yeah. If only we had, I don't know, a, a, a Ghanaian utility player that could have slotted. Yeah. Some, 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 um, what was his, was he number 18 shirt wearer? Can, first name Daniel, last name of Marty. Dave, sorry. Dave. Uh, that was a badger, I remember him. Because remember, of course, he was an African Cup of Nations winner. Yes, so, you know, you can't rule him out. Um, not but I think same. I think it's a tough one because people instantly say, people instantly say Ricardo hands down walks into that team and he'll help us, you know, 
have a really good season in the championship because of his quality. My argument would be out of the four out of the five of them, who's the most injury prone? Who's the most who's the least dependable on their body holding together and, bre- and not breaking down and well, unfortunately it's Ricardo. Yes. So in terms of value and who do I keep who's not just going to be good enough for the championship level because all five of them are even down to Thomas and that they all, all five of them are good very much to, good to be in the championship not too good because the worst would have stayed up I'll never yeah. say they're too good because they wouldn't we wouldn't have got relegated if they were too good um, but they're very good quality for the championship do you get rid of Ricardo and take him while he's still got a bit of value to him knowing that if Nice really do want him they're probably going to meet somewhere in the middle or pay our valuation of him or do you then look at somebody else and get rid of them? Because you want to keep hold of them, but it is an area where we could afford to lose one. And I think people maybe need to take a look at it in depth more than just keeping him because he's talented. If I was the manager, I'd be very unpopular because I'd be getting rid of Ricardo, I feel. Dave, but um, Dave Castagno or Ricardo, who would you get rid of? Probably Ricardo for the same reason. We really? Had no, we've had no I thought I was going to start talking about JJ just to uh, just to go off topic. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I'm obviously the odd one out here, so I'll go. Goodbye. Yeah. No, I... Uh, I mean, I'm moving oh. the wrong person then. Oh. <laughs> I was going to say, you just hate me, don't you? <laughs> it's just the same. <laughs> I, I think it's no good having players on your books that you can't guarantee, I don't know, 30 games from. Um, mm. And what's he on? He's got to be on 80 grand a yeah. week, hasn't he? But if we're only going to get 10 games a season, mm. you know, it, it's sadly, I mean, I love the guy, mm. but sadly, he's got to move on if we can. See, to me, Castagna, Ricardo's the better player when he's fit. Yeah, hands down. If it was done on that and he didn't get injured, Chris, I wouldn't That's even consider word. Ricardo. No. When when he's fit. Yeah. 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 No, I, 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 uh, I, I accept that. Castagna's uh, yeah. been pretty good for us at times. I mean, he, you know, except for when he got attached to Faze's arse. Well, yeah, <laughs> but <we'll... laughs> um... that is the thing. See, that's the thing that if he's going to play as a left or right back, play in that fucking position. You're not a centre back, mm. but he did. I mean, you know what? Mm. I don't think we played left and right backs half the time. This was my argument. Just played seven defenders, mate. At some point, <laughs> that's yeah. basically. I have actually got. I have actually got a video of uh, Valt Faze and Timothy Castagna playing. Now you may remember this from the Spurs game. <laughs> Not rumours like that. You'd be in trouble. You know that, don't you? <laughs> Allegedly. 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 He never played wide. Even when Thomas played on the left, he saw whoever no, it was. Out but when there. you're when you're playing, let's say at right back, and their left midfielder yeah. is coming down, yeah. you need to be in that left back position. Never you happens. don't need to be in the in the penalty box. Never with... happened. No, but you should. Yeah, should but we not... didn't. With two fullbacks, we didn't do it. No, so, but you, you, when, when that person is not picking up the runner and he's gone into the centre and then that runner can get the ball and has got time to cross it over, you're in, you're in the doo-doo, aren't you? Yeah, and we were many times, many times. But that's the manager's fault because clearly the players don't think that way. They thought they were just told to stay inside. So, yes. 
Um, Terry agrees with me. I've always liked that man. Of course he does. Uh, and I've got to be honest with you, you know, Ant, I mean, what a, what a big personality he is. And I, I've always said that. Never never forgive me that I say Ant small or anything like that. Love that man. Love that it's, man. It's, it's about the injuries. That's all it's about, as Brad yeah. said. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, to be honest with you, it would, it would be very cl- if if we had room, if we did bring in one more, I wouldn't be adverse to Castagna going for the reasons them guys are making it yourself, Chris, because it was out of position again. Was, days, it, right, that right. meal that yeah. was about Faison yeah. it, really, it really was. And, it, and again, and again, it might have done had a lot of influence on the way the man uh, the manager was getting us to play at that point. I can agree with Dave on that point. But yeah, he was attached. He does look disinterested. But I can't help emotion in terms of how they're feeling about wanting to be or not. If you're asking me on a purely skill to an injury clean record basis, and I can only get rid of one, it's Ricardo first, Castagno second. But if we did get another right wing back. Get rid of them both for, for both say, all the reasons I've given. Say, I've got to say to both of you, your opinion is wrong. Um, <laughs> why not? It's football. Everybody delayed. Says. My phone's delayed. It's only just started playing what it was. I don't know <laughs> what you said. Your opinion is wrong. It was the. Um... Well, I thought it might be that one. Yes. <laughs> well, I don't like to disappoint you. I thought you um... said my onion is strong. <laughs> well, <laughs> I can smell you from here, mate. Don't yeah, um... yeah. stinks out a pole, something like that. I don't hear it. <laughs> right, we are going to be back with um, with last two topics <laughs> straight after this. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Uh, Terry said here, uh, the manager made it clear players can go if not happy. Yeah, we don't want to keep anybody. But, of course, what we don't want to do is just sell them because somebody's coming knocking at the door. You know, we've got, we've got to try and keep hold of players, surely. Otherwise, you could lose... You know, what if half the team turned up knock on the door and go, look, mate, I don't want to play. Sorry, Enzo, I don't want to play in the championship. Oh, you can go then. You know, we're playing in the five-a-side league. I wouldn't be adverse to it. If they're, if they're being honest and say, look, championship, no offence, Gaffer, don't care for you and the championship, I'm not interested, but off then. You know, if, if, if you know, it happens all the time, if, if, if say, for example, Chris, and you'd know, they say, say you have to do some downsizing and, you, and your options were get rid of two people because you told you I need to cut your squad down uh, or you tell somebody they have to be on less wage because we're, we're shrinking the business. And they go, oh, well, if you're not going to pay me what I'm on now, then I'm not interested for you. You're not going to say, oh, no, well, stay, stay, stay. We, we want to keep you. You're going to say, okay, fine. There's the door. I'll find someone else to do your job. I'm asking to. I'd rather, you know, you know, it's a good sign in a way that a lot of play- players are at least still here or at least willing to see what this new manager is going to offer and do and and that because, yeah. you know, it's, it's good to see that we're retaining players and the fact that we've not got, like, 19 players. But if someone said to me in his scenario, look, not playing in the championship, can't pay me enough. I'm like, good, I ain't paying you nothing. Yeah. That's the door, we'll, we'll find you a club. 17 of you in, eight likes. Please smash that likes, guys. Uh, like, we, I mean, Ant says the same, we, we, uh, as, uh, as podcasters. If you, if you like the video, basically people that don't subscribe will see it appear on their homepage more likely because the, the more likes you get. It, it's all to do with algorithms and all that. 
uh, basically. Uh, I don't mind algorithms as long as they come with chips. Uh, but uh, Dave, we've got him back, uh, but he might be going again. Hamza, Southampton are interested in him. Mm, yeah. Sell him. What do we do? Extend his contract? Yeah, I, I would. I, I think if he's calmed down a bit, I mean, he's had a, a good season in the Championship, hasn't he? Um, so he's used to it. Watford fans haven't been overly impressed with him, apparently. Well, they're not overly impressed with anybody at Watford, are they, to be fair? Um, but <laughs> Especially think... not managers. No. no. The fact that he lasted all season was quite something, wasn't it, really? Indeed. But I think he just needs somebody, you know, to, to sort him out, like Enzo. I mean, if he, if he can calm him down a bit, teach him how to play there, um, he'll be all right for us. Uh, and Southampton, what do they want him for? They've to hold, who? held on to a lot of players. Haven't they? They've not really been sort of the fire sale, yeah. have they? They're going to lose them, though, aren't they? I mean, there's no way they're going to keep um, three or four that they're Premier players. That they're not going to stick around. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't think. Can you name me three or four Southampton players that are Premier League standards? No, but I know that um, one or two people that could. Uh, well, and makes the point there, Brad should not consider selling to any promotion rivals. Do you consider well, Southampton a promotion rival? I think you naturally you do, just because of their longevity in the Premier League. They you know, they, they, they were there longer than we were and have been over history. They're gonna be favourites because they came down with us, you know. I know we're the head favourites, that's understandable. And I know they don't have the money to sort of spend the way we do. I'd be very surprised if all their talents say that, but I still think, you know, they're gonna be I think us and Southampton out of the three teams that went down are the least concerned about needing a mass clear out to rebuild. It's it's more of a refine and redecorate, if you will, than it is a demolished job and, and, and rebuild. Um I said to you, the only circumstance I would have Hamza Chowdhury at Southampton, and even then, I, I wouldn't want him helping them out in a promotion push altogether. But if you said to me, look, Samari's going nowhere, indeed he's going nowhere, we're signing Winks, we're getting somebody else who's potentially winning midfield. Like I said, if Inacho is going to get converted to a false nine, that's essentially five midfielders in that bracket. Um, he may want to push one of these wing-backs into that midfield like he did with Walker and other players that I've had. If you, Again, the Man City mentor, the tag's going to stay with him. Might as well abuse it ourselves. Oh. Um, but if that sort of happens, he's going to have a lot more players to play in that position. Best case of that scenario, don't sell him, loan him. So he can't play against us. At least we have. Yeah. At least then we're saying, yeah, that's fine, but you can't play against us. And... <laughs> He's not going to be the worst option to lose because he's just fallen off a cliff because of his seemingly random fallout with Brendan, who you know went from saying he was Mascherano to treating him like a well, like an uncooked mashed potato, ready-made yeah. meal. <laughs> you know, yeah. discarded him. Yeah, uh, Dave. I mean, I read somewhere today that they were saying had we stayed in the Premier League, mm-hmm. that he wouldn't, he would have gone already. But because we're in the championship, he's the sort of player we need. Now, I've never been his biggest fan. To me, you had, let's face it, when everybody was at the peak, you you had Indeedy, you had Mendy, you had Chowdhury in that order. Uh, Indeedy's gone off uh, a little bit, well, a lot, let's be honest with you. Um, 
Mendy's gone, unfortunately. We all wanted to keep him. Um, so Chowdhury, I, I can't understand why. We don't know, honestly, what that bell ended. I mean, you know, he, that Liverpool game, we won it 1-0. He, he playing out of position in the in the back of defence um, when he had defenders on the bench. And he had a fantastic game. Uh, and he was going off and he was pointing at him and saying how good he was. Like Brad said, you know, the new match, oh, no. Uh, and then we never saw him again for the rest of the season. To me... He gives you that grit. And how often have we said, and we said it a little bit with Samari, that there's always a booking in Samari, but then again, we moan if there's no grit in the midfield. Hansa yeah. gives you that. Yes, he's got to kind of rein it in a little bit, because let's be honest with you, he's always got a red card in him. Um, maybe he's, he's, he's done that at, at Watford, or maybe Enzo will get that out of him. But you sometimes need somebody that's going to go, you shall not pass. Yeah, I think, yeah. I think when he played for us before, he, he was he's obviously young. Um, he doesn't think it's a bit like Faze when he, you know, those own goals against Liverpool. I mean, you know, inexcusable, really. He said it was unlucky, it wasn't unlucky, it was just bad defending, and that was his problem. That was Chowdhury's problem. Um, what? <laughs> Defending, yeah, yeah. If you see his body angle and everything else and his positioning, Brad, you might want to go and have a poo and come back to this one. We're going, we're going uh, off. No, I'm sorry. If my defenders behave like that, they get right bollocking. I tell you, this is yeah, exactly, Brad. This is my boss here. I'm going to watch it again. You watch him again and see. Okay, there was one that was a little bit harsh, but that that first one where it came off him and went. Up over Ward's head, the first own goal. Yeah. If he hadn't tried to clear that, and the the opposition player had then got a crossing and scored, he would have been roasted for that. But the way he, well, I just say have a look again because um, <laughs> you know my my first view was that it was bad defended, uh, lucky or not. But anyway, the point was we're not talking about him, are we? Um, but I think <laughs> no, Charles, you're, you're going to get one of these anyway. Your opinion is wrong. That <laughs> Chowdhury very similar. He didn't yeah. know when to tackle. His timing wasn't great, um, and that's what hopefully he's learnt different mm. in the uh, championship. Yeah. I tell Hello. you what, Brad. I, um, think I think we're going to have a bit of this in a minute. He's about to go there. No, you just look at it again. Trust me. Um, At least one of those own goals was bad defending. <laughs> Moving on, or we uh, could blame the goalkeeper. As we... But we do need, do we? Do we do need the? Well, of course it was Ward. Oh, Brad, that was Brad. That was really <laughs> I know nothing. Man's right here. It's all Chris. Blame Chris. <laughs> there we go. I'll bring you back, Dave. <laughs> as you say, Chris, it's an opinion. It is. Yeah, but yours uh, is wrong. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm going to have another look. Right? <laughs> yeah, another, another look at those oh, goals. Can I say, if anybody's listened to storyhillsradio.co.uk between 8 and 10 weekday mornings with the goodly cornflake, Chris, uh, and it doesn't work in the morning, it's because this person here will have pulled the plug. That's what it will be. <laughs> but... Um, I, no, but we, we need that grit to me, and, and Hamza brings that grit. Yeah, he, he does, yeah, especially in the he championship. Does. 
some old pros in there. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, you said, talking talking about old pros. I mean, Andy, Ant, I mean, uh, is agreeing with you, Dave. Uh, he said Thank you could you, hear Andy. Danny Ward calling it from the away end. Faith yeah. should have been nowhere near the second ball. No, I, I don't know. If he called for it, he called for it. But then again, I don't think they had that much trust in him anyway. Well, you know what? And that's not the, the only time it happened. There's a few times when he, Danny Ward called for it and they didn't leave it. You know, All I'm going to say in that scenario is just to keep the peace here is um, when Iverson was in goal and he called for it, they fucking left it. Wow, there you go. So who, how many how many clean catches did Iverson make and how many times did Ward not get trusted? Sometimes from corners, Dave. Yeah, I tell you what, I'm going to use you. Go back and watch some of the corners when Danny Ward's in goal and see if he gets pushed out of the way by his own players because they'd rather header it down than than, than Iverson. Because Iverson, mate, was the cleanest catcher I'd seen in, in, in a, from a Leicester goalkeeper. Oh, probably way back when. Probably, if you told me a goalkeeper that was so good at collecting the ball, I know he had his moments where he wasn't the best. Yeah. Who was that? Danny, Danny Ward started off like that. And then when you can't trust your defence to leave it, you know it, it's not that easy. You're not sure whether they're going to leave it or attack it or where it's going to go. If you're yeah. confident in coming out to collect the ball, you know they're going to leave it, then that's half the battle. I can people. see and I can agree a little bit with what Dave is saying. And I also can agree and see a little bit of what Brad is saying. Oh, that's nice. There's only one way to sort this out. Oh, well, friends. Only one way to sort this out. For those of you that remember uh, Harry Hill, um, <laughs> no. Is he dead? He's not dead, is he? No. Oh, okay. But he's not on the telly anymore, is he? Oh, isn't he? I don't know. <laughs> God, Dave, that went dramatic quick, didn't it? Have <laughs> 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 no, got they ask... How many channels have they got in Bogner? Did they ask you how much? One, it's the water channel. <laughs> yeah, can't watch things like that. No, I don't think you can, honestly. Um, too big for me. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm, I'm looking desperately for something here and I can't find it. Are keeping hands or not? I don't know. Brad, uh, we, need, we, need that, um, we need that grit, don't we? Yeah, you do. You go alongside Samore. You oh, definitely play them both. I'll give this one to, uh, to Dave. Boom! There we go. Uh, Thanks. <laughs> Like, yeah, we need that grip. Uh, yeah, you do, and I think that won't be an an area that you know. Yeah, if it's going to be that sort of anchor midfielder, the sort of in, go between the defence and the midfield, in depending on with you know on defending duties and attack duties, where he'll push through. So Tamore, Ndidi, Chowdhury, it's another position that saves on the expenses and in, in, in just pointlessly going out to you know. Get a competent and competitive player to compete for that position. We've got three players that can play that role. He's clearly going to use that role. It's very Yaya Torre s that he's asking them to do. So, why just give away an option to go and help someone else get promoted, or at least attempt to get promoted in in, in Southampton, uh, or keep him? I mean, unless there's you know, unless Endo's tried to see something about him and goes, look, you're not going to change. You don't care for me or whatever. I, I have no need for you, then I'm going to let you go. I mean, in the process, we must trust. That, that's what I would say. For Ward Prowse or something like that. 
Re- yeah, re-stored? something tells me that might be a bit of a stretch to do. We'll give them hands of chowdery and we'll bring in the uh, the wish oh, order, David yeah. Beckham, with free kicks. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Well, I'm surprised he wasn't snapped up straight away. Yeah. But apparently, yeah. the only club yes. that came in for him was a like a 600 million pound debted Everton. Yeah. But uh, we'll see. Very, very quickly before we come on to the final bit, which is a quick one anyway, and has made a very good point, and I know that that's a shock to everybody. I'm making a very good point. But he says here about Sammy Braybrook, and we do have to remember, don't we, that we have got a very good. Well, some very, very good prospects. Yeah. Alves, Baybrook, mid, mid, what you call? I mean, it, that that on the wing against Northampton. No, no, no. Yeah, him, him as well, both of them. Uh, he looked really good against Northampton. Right, Dave, did you see it at all? No, I didn't. No. Oh, Brad, did you see it? <laughs> And we did the uh, sort of mini post-match and we did talk about it because I got yours and Craig's view on it because I didn't actually see much of it at all, to be honest with you. But again, yeah, he does... I can't believe I'm saying this. There must be something wrong with my brain today. But I'm agreeing with Ant in that sense because this is probably the best chance you're going to get to, you know, into blood and knees into the first team. Yeah. You know, we're always saying, well, when did I make the step up when we were Premier League time? It's a bridge to gap. It is a bit of a bridge to gap. But if you can essentially... In, you know, I don't know, make the most of the situation we're in. We're a championship club. What a better time than instead of sending these guys out on loan to a championship club, which we may have done with Braybrook and, and Alves, especially to give them competitive football, we can actually do that whilst we're in the division and already get them up to our way of playing. So we've got to remember we've got that depth as well. So, yeah, there's there's three extra players that can fill the gaps that, that um, any player leaving leaves behind, in a sense, because... And Braybrook, until his injury, was was in that team, wasn't he? He was in the European yeah. days as well, Chris, I, some of these players. I said, I'm not sure which show it was on, but they were saying about, um, the, you know, was I happy with the you know, signings we'd made? And the thing is, Dave, I was saying, well, we haven't made a lot of signings when you compare to how many have been released or we've sold, and you know, we've, so we're in a, a deficit. But... We don't do, you know, are we relying too much on, well, we've got to sign, we've got to sign, we've got to sign, when we've actually got, you know, Baybrook, Alves, Mnuma, um coming through because, you know, they are the Thomas, the, the, the you know, the Chilwells, the, the Bar, yeah, yeah. the KDHs of, of now. A bit older as well, aren't they? A year older. Yeah. Um, they're perfectly capable. I mean, they're quality players. So, yeah, yeah I think we I think we use them without doubt. I think that's what they want to do. Yeah. Um, because as Brad says, I mean, if you can play them in your team and get him used to the way he wants to play, then if we do go up in the next couple of years, um, you know, he'd like to think next year, but um, then they'll be in there ready. Uh, I think it's perfect for them, I really do. I mean, we always used to do that, Lester, didn't we? We were always the ones that are the 16 year olds or the 17 year olds mm. coming in, um. You know, Pesky. well, all of them, yeah. Joe Chim, you know, the lot. I mean, even before that, Buchanan, um, all those players, even Lineacre. What, Neil Buchanan? They asked that guy. I didn't know he played for Leicester. No, Dave Buchanan. Ah, oh, he's, he's non artistic, brother. That's an artistic for anyone who hears that wrong. <laughs> but, yeah, but we had all, we I'm, just had only, I'm just shaking my head at the first attempt at a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Nearly went straight over his head, didn't he? I'm not sure if it did completely, but there we go. 
Right, let me ask you this then. Uh, again, an extra question um, before we come to the, the final one about the strip. Um, no, I, I won't strip. I got... <laughs> Oh, look, all, we could all be naked from the waist down. <laughs> oh, no, Dave. No. No, no, no that was not, that's not when he went by lower the camera. Oh, <laughs> oh okay. God, I'll tell you what. Mind you, no, you carry on. It makes me feel thin. Um, <laughs> sorry, mate. I just. Okay. No, mate. please don't. <laughs> what was your question? I've forgotten. <laughs> um, um, right. I've been asked this. I've did, I did a Rovers, Blackburn Rovers chat yesterday. I did a Plymouth chat today. And they've all said, um, what's going to be your hopes for this season? Now, I gave two answers, my hopes and what I would be happy stroke unhappy with. Come to you first, Dave. My hopes would be we get promoted. I don't particularly give a shit whether it's first or second, uh, but I would hope to get promoted. But if we finish top eight, I will be happy this first season of going down. Because if, if like Dan said last, you know, this time last year, if we have that extra season down, it means that we go back up stronger. It's like if we'd beaten Watford in that game, would we have stayed up? Um, we came back the next season. My God, we stormed it, didn't we? So yeah. if that means that, I would be... Anything, anything below eight, I would be disappointed with. I'm not going to lie. Dave, what about yourself? Well, I, I suppose I'd, I'd take the playoffs, but I, I wouldn't be satisfied with that because it's such a painful experience, isn't it? Well, yes. Um, yeah. But I think... As we know from that yeah, show. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. But I think this manager, hopefully, has got the experience of... I mean, he is Pep's child, isn't he? Um, and he's got Wish the experience... Yeah. Uh, he's, you know, he's going to... He's gonna, be good for us and he's going to be good in the Premier League for us and he's you know why shouldn't we look for that if it, if we were anything outside the playoffs I'd be gutted really would okay, okay. Uh, you're, so you're aiming a little bit higher than I am Brad I hope that right until the end um, you know we've, I'm not going to sit here and say that we're going to blow the division away because you just don't know how certain teams going to I mean, look at Luton Town who have just come up. I don't think you ever thought, realistically, they'd had a few bites at the cherry, and and, and you thought, oh, well, surely that's the season they fall off, and they, you know, they're now in the Premier League. So someone can always upset the apple cart in that way. I hope we're always in the talking of at least the top three, because the last time we we walked the division in in, in, a, in a generous sense, it was Burnley, QPR. We did start behind the eight ball. You know, we played catch up to them. I think at one point we were seven or eight points behind, and we caught up, overtook them, and never looked back. I wouldn't be too adverse to a similar season to that if we were going to go up at the first attempt. Um, I would be a little bit disappointed currently with the quality that we still have available to us, and 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 you know, this is without any extra additions if we didn't get sixth or higher. And if it was sixth, I'd want it to be seventh or a mile away from us. Um, I do think Ant's sort of right. I, I think, yeah. you know, if, if say, Southampton shock us all and they actually piss, piss the league and they get there, you may then find that it's us, Leeds and someone else that are kind of battling for that second and third spot. And it might not be as easy to take it off Leeds in that situation. So, you know, one of the three is going to miss out on automatic promotion. So, 
that would be where I hope we're in the talk to. I, I, I would just about take it because we'd have a chance, obviously, but playoffs would still be a bit of disappointment, but six would be good. You see, I, 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 I just think that you're looking at teams here, and I had to pick three to go up, uh, obviously the top two in the playoff. And I did, for hope, I do hope that Leicester are, are one of those three, of course. Uh, but we can't disrespect the likes of Middlesbrough, Coventry, Sunderland, who were, you know, up there fighting. And they've had those seasons down there. They know, you know, mm. we're, we're going against eight, well, we're going against 21 teams that we have no idea about. Now, yeah, like and we're also up, playing... Like when a yeah. team comes up to the Premier League, like a Blackpool mm. or something, and shocks everybody, we might yeah. do that. But we might also find, my God, it's a... It's a it's a real lesson, and we're not you know we're not we're talking about a guy here, and this is why I wanted either Thomason from Blackburn or the guy from Ipswich, a guy who's not really had the experience at this sort of level in charge. Yeah. And you got to remember as well, three quarters of the division, you know, people need to cast their mind back. Three quarters of that division, whether it was one season or ten, have played in the Premier League. You mentioned one there with Blackpool. There's Blackburn. There's Sheffield Wednesday. The, the, the three quarters of that division is not just very well settled in Championship football, but it's very settled in Premiership experience. And it's we, have, we are one hour fifty seven minutes into the show, and I finally agree with you. I totally agree with you on that one. Right before we get distracted and go off on another topic, the last one that we are going to look at here. Um, I'm just going to go up here and go a strip too far, a mixed reaction to the new away strip. World's worst kept secret, as most of the strips are these days. It was leaked. There we go. Best, best, best view of the show. You can't see me. It was even before we lost FBS. It was being said that this is what it was going to be. I absolutely love it. You will remember that I have a little, a little bit of a, an issue with Leicester City this season and um, the shirts and the fact of what they did with JD Sport. And I refused, two reasons I refused to buy the new shirt, uh, the blue one. One is that, the, the fact that they, they ripped the fans off and they've got no respect for us. And two, the fact that I don't like it. Um, but I normally end up buying it because it's the new shirt. But I said, no, I'm not going to this year because I was hoping that this was going to be our second shirt. I love it, love it, love it. Um, I've got the black version up behind me on the wall. You can just see it there above the neck, just about there. Uh, that's the black one. Um, it is from behind. Uh, I've also got two, two of the shirts because I've outgrew one and I've outgrown the other from the original ones when we had. Before you say anything, and not when I say the original, I mean from the uh, relaunched ones when we had our anniversary, not 1885 or whatever it was when we introduced it. Um I've also got the white version up there as well. For anybody who says, oh, it's Coventry blue. No, it's not. It's Cambridge blue is the official colour. We had this shirt before Coventry took their sky blue. That is not Coventry blue. And how do you pick a shirt and pick a colour that isn't Coventry? I guess you go for that. So then you can say it's Wolves. I actually like that. The more I see that, that is growing on me. Now, I might not be able to afford it um, because I've just bought the, the, the second of the away strip but when that's in the sale at the end of the season i will be buying that because it's a different color we haven't we haven't really had that apart from the gray one 
when uh, when the chairman sadly passed away. But going back to that one, Dave, let's go to you first of all. Like it, love it. Would you buy yeah, it? I like it. Yeah, I would. I don't. I don't know. I'm not excited about shirts, to be honest. I am. I'm a very much a first kit should be blue with white shorts. Second kit should be white with blue shorts. I wouldn't have red again. Um, but I like that. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's okay. But why um, wouldn't you have red again? Well, because it was a shit kit, shit season. And everything went, well, lots of things went wrong. Um, and also... It's, were, we, were, we, were we not in the Champions League that season? For, for, for Forest. No, I mean, oh... Did we have a red shirt then? I don't know. Oh, no, sorry. Yeah, we did. Okay, yes, we did. Yeah, may I just remind you that I'm pretty sure that red kid debutised in a 5-0 thumping at Porto, but we'd already yeah. topped the group bear in mind at yeah. that point, so it was a bit redundant. It was almost I like it was a pre-season friendly, Chris, wasn't yeah. it? It was redundant that day. Yes, it, it was. It's, I was it's... thinking more of the Lineker days when we had the... Ah, uh, uh, you're going yeah. way, and way And we also, we also had it in the Great Escape season. It was red, red. kit. Yeah, we... Yeah, okay. I remember Cambiasso wearing it against Everton away. Okay. We had a red kit then. Well, I don't like it anyway. So. The thing is, that you do, no, 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 that's, that's fine. It is all about opinions, even when they're wrong. Uh, but, Dave, I mean, I want to just come back Dave. to this because a lot of people do say this, Dave. I don't like it because it's red, and if it's the red shirt, like Nottingham Forest. Yeah. But then, well, if we have white, that's a white shirt like Leeds United. No, if it's less. blue, our main strip that's a blue shirt like um Chelsea. Every right. shirt colour, apart from the pink one, is going to be like another team, isn't it? We can't get yeah. away with that. But we wouldn't have a yeah. sky blue shirt, would we? And we shouldn't have a red shirt. You say you'd never have a sky blue shirt. We shouldn't have a sky blue shirt. <laughs> you know. I, I wouldn't fucking buy I'm it. Just trying to warn you, Chris. Language. Language, sir. That's the first time I think I've ever heard you swear. Yeah, from, mention, mention sky blue and yeah. <laughs> Brad, uh, talk while I'm looking about these shirts. But um, what um, what do you think of it? I I I like it. Would I go out and buy it? I have more of a preference to the other two. I really like the home kit. I like the um, you know, despite the the. the JD thing, and in terms of looking at the kit, I really like the pattern in the back of the um, of the blue one. It kind of reminds me of like it's the Linex shirt and its style, but it, it, I also had the old Walkers ones, which had the same with the badge on it. I like that. I think it's a good um, kit. Uh, the um, musky coloured one, I do actually like it. I think it's a bit out there for Leicester. It's it's nice to see what we look like in a different approach. Hell of a lot better than some other people's third and second kits. So say that much. I think it actually reminds me a little bit of Juventus's kit when they were sponsored by Jeep. I think they had a kit similar colour and it could look quite nice. I think it could work. Um, the problem is, it's like getting a duplicate football card, isn't it? You've kind of seen us wear that before. That style. Mm. It looks like I'm looking at the back of the papers for the uh, horse racing section and I'm picking my jockey picked on his, what stripe and colour his uh, outfit is. But I do remember it. I, I think I owned it for the anniversary kit. Um, I think we also had it, um, was it back in 2000, 
2003 to when, when was it we was in the I premiership think we had we had Nallis. anniversary i'm not sure we'll have a look in a minute because we're going to go yeah go or was that an all black kit question now yeah, um, he's regretting yeah. this question because we've turned a simple question into three yeah. answers three yeah, boss yeah, answers. honestly talk about fucking hell I mean, <laughs> <laughs> this show has only the last 20 minutes i've only been paid for an hour <laughs> <laughs> You've been you're paid. getting paid <laughs> I love that make us the same thing then. Balance, balance. Have you not agreed that, have you, Brad? I'm giving you too much. Yeah, power. Appar yeah, apparently, I must have. I must have done it. Dave's paying himself at this rate. <laughs> <laughs> right, let me yeah. show now that you guys have taken what should have been a very, very simple question uh, into. Um, what was uh, has been a completely bloody yes mild question yeah. i bought it i liked it i'm not gonna lie i bought it on the day that it came out i was on the computer i was buying it i absolutely absolutely love it love it love it right let me um let me share this because i want to show you we can have a look and just see what colors we have had um present share screen I want to tell because Dave, Dave's sort of. Dave I've got one of those paintings that Terry Keyshaw. Oh, yeah. yeah, I've yes. got one of those with all the old kit on. Yeah, because yeah, I'm fairly you sure that. that them, don't you, Dave? Yeah. I do. I do. <laughs> yeah, he was he was designing artists behind them in his young age back then. <laughs> right. Yeah, because I'm fairly certain we had an alliance on Leicester sponsor when we had it once that stripe. Right, here we go. So that's the yes, I think you're this right. Is um right, so let me let me share this one first of all. So these these are our shirts through the years. Um, I hadn't had them wrong one as well. Look at that. It was our first eighteen eighty four to eighteen eighty six. Look at the shirt colours look sky blue. David, nineteen hundred to nineteen oh one. You would hate one, that. Even well, then we thought <laughs> And then we thought we were Aston Villa after the first one, look. Yeah. Well, that, that's actually chocolate brown. We take the piss out of yeah. it, but that's chocolate brown and sky blue. Creepy. Um, shit shit chocolate, just what we need. A lot red, 1903. But look at that. We thought we were Sheffield Wednesday in 1915 to 1919. Mm. Oh, carried on there to 1921. Yeah. Look now at that blue. Look at this blue. Then we this went to the blue and white. Then we went yeah. to all white, if you remember. Oh, I white. enjoyed the white one. That was um, a good... Well, I didn't play well. As, as they say, as of course they do say, it will be all white on the night. It will. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> did I hear? Did I hear uh, Brad? I had the admiral shirt. That was you did. Weird. You did, mate. Yeah. That was weird material. That was. It was. I have got uh, when you order that as a replica shirt, which you can do. It actually comes through as the wool, and I can't yeah. wear it. It's too bloody hot. But that is the shirt that I loved. That reminded me of the shirt. Was it last season when we had the white collars and what have you? That Ooh. one reminded me. Yeah, unfortunately. The Admiral kit with that tracksuit, which I had as well. I played Dave Nish at badminton with that tracksuit on, the one on the right. Um, anyway. Say that, say that again, sorry. You, you, you played who? Against David Nish when he was at Derby, and I wore that tracksuit for the game. Yeah. Boom! Thank you very much. Name drop there? Was that but, a name drop? But that was the worst season, wasn't it? That was the McClintock years. 
Oh God, yeah. don't. George Armstrong. Oh, that's why we blame you. You were the jinx then, Dave. Where you played badminton with Dave Nish and ruined the season. Then we Probably. had blue and white again. Seventy nine. He's got seventy nine to eighty three. Bloody hell! Four years of the same shirt. I quite like that blue one. That then we had the, what I call the lining shirt, and I do yeah. like. I do like this with the pinstripes, and I love the green. I've got both of these. Mm. I love them both. Now, yeah, 85 to 86. Here we go, Admiral. Red shirt, Dave. Mm, good point. That, you, were, you were right, though. Wasn't that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, that was the... And 86 to 87, new sponsor. Basically the same shirt, though. Um, so red, blue, and red. Then we get the... Then... We decided to have three shirts, the blue, the red again still, and then we brought in this gold, didn't we? Because you can't really call it yellow, can you? No, it's gold. Yeah. And then look at that, red again. So basically yeah. from 85 to... Oh, I'll my God, it's still yeah. going on. Look, it's still going on. 92. Oh, it's wow. still red. It is still red. And, and then white. Promoted in what colour? Were we on red? Oh, no, look, we changed in the first division. Yeah, we went to... Uh, is the, I remember this. I wasn't particularly keen on this shirt. It's one of those horrible necks. But uh, uh, blue, yellow, I, and, of course, white there. For the I don't think we kit. wore the red shirt very often. I think no. we wore the white one more. One of my favourite shirts ever there with the uh, 94-95. Uh, I love both of those, as indeed... We call it the Is It shirt, don't we, uh, Brad? Yes, it is. It is the Is It shirt. It's one of my favourite colours of the shirt that we had in, in that sort of era. I did like the... Uh, well, we did at one point go with a predominant yellow kit, but it was a gold, goldy kit that I like. It's yeah. the Is It shirt for me. We did go yellow, and, and there we go. Um, we then... my oh, It was only a third shit. shit. It was only a third shirt, but I absolutely... God, I love this shirt. The halves, the blue and the green, absolutely love it. Uh, and then we came to sort of the Matt Elliott era. Well, um, they were big shirts, weren't they? They were. Um, again, players kept ripping them, didn't they? That's why it was done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kind of sticking with the white, which to me, I agree with you on that, Dave. I do think of the white as our main secondary colour. Yeah, yeah. Um, then in 2001, we were, we had a bit of a swap around and gold came back. You can't call it yellow, can you? Uh, here we are, 2003-2004. We have that as our yeah. second. That's strip. what I was on about, yeah. yeah. And then four and five, it became our third strip. because we had, Do you remember that re reversible one? Oh, oh that was horrible. Yeah. That looked like... You know, that looked like a, a white bag that you'd left in the attic too long and it's got soggy, damp and gone off colour. Need a dust. Excuse me, I bought one of those. I've got one of those in my wardrobe. <laughs> I don't, well, that, that, sounds like a, that sounds like a you problem from where I'm standing. <laughs> no, but if you turn it inside out, it's a really nice dark shade of blue. Yeah, I probably should have kept it that side as well, yeah, yeah. to be honest. <laughs> and then look, we have the white one that I've got up there, signed by Milan himself. Um, that was a weird yellow shirt that we had for a couple of seasons, wasn't it? With those, the blue kind mm. of. Squiggly, but, circularly gone flat. Yeah. Gone. But, but look at that, Chris. Kits that lasted a few seasons because there wasn't much difference at all between the changing of it. It was very much keep to your own, wasn't it? Right. Now, 
I'm going to put out a plea here. I'm going to, we're going to turn into um, children in need. Um, 2007, 2008, if anybody has an extremely very large away shirt, I love that and I could not get it anywhere. Mm -hmm. Blue and yellow one. Um, they've got it, but just not in my size because I'm a fat bastard. Uh, we had that for a couple of years. Um, tops, and then look, it came back again 2009 10. Yeah, the 125th anniversary kit. Yeah, look, we had it for a couple of years. No, oh, but one kits didn't change every six months. Yeah, and then we started getting all the weird. There's that red one again, look. Ooh. Yeah. And there's the one I was on about. That, that, was, that was the Champions League one that Dave was on about. Yes, the one was, above that yeah. was the one where we played in the Great Escape. I love Ooh. that white one there, 2018-19, the third one. I absolutely love that. It's a bit that of a strange a one, one, that second one, wasn't it? It was grey with the gold on. We went, like a Wolves third yeah. kit. Um, and then, of course, we've just started going mad of recent years. But uh, yeah. there we go. There we go. Uh Interesting, gentlemen. But I enjoy that. Is anybody listening still? <laughs> yes, we've still got. We've lost a lot, but we have still got some in, and we've got a few comments just coming up here. Um, well, chicken was ready about hour and a half ago. Season. I didn't remember that. No, that I was, didn't. That yeah, that was on the picture. That was it. It was the red yeah. kit. Was that's the one you had on the list? Go and watch the Great Escape season. I think it's Everton away. We might no, do it. We might no, even use it again before. They weren't exactly too far apart in distance, were they? I think they just went a bit more red. I, I think it went fully sure. red. You know you said to me about long sleeves, Dave? Yeah. I think I've got that red one in a long sleeve. Wow. You might have, because it was very black padded on the shoulders, wasn't it, that one, yes. compared to the yeah. other one? The other yeah. one was full. Yeah. It went full Liverpool wanker mode with that kit. That Third full one red one. wax. <laughs> Oh go on then Let, let's quickly do it. What are your favourite Leicester one? For me, if I had to pick one, I'm going for the blue and green half stripes. I absolutely love that. Dave? Uh 1969 white one final. Oh. Well, I've got to bring it back up now so people can see. He has to be awkward, didn't he? He couldn't just say last year's one or this year's one. <laughs> no. Oh, I haven't gone that far back. You bloody are you going further back than... Uh, than I've the got that. Computer says no. no. <laughs> do you know why we... No, hang on. Do you know why? Brad will know this, but do you know why we wore white when we didn't clash with Manchester, uh, Manchester City? Yes, yeah, I do. And the answer? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. It's because um, black and white telly. You see that? Black and white Did you get that one wrong? Funny enough, Dave, yeah, when I thought a question would be relevant to Leicester City's history, not some random poxy black and white telly history, <laughs> I got it wrong, mate, because I didn't think that that <laughs> late... <laughs> It used to happen when Liverpool played Everton. It was a nightmare. <laughs> That's getting clipped. <laughs> Dave, mate, I love you, Dave. I love you, brilliant. <laughs> Quickly, well, before I, before I completely collapse, Brad, what was yours? Mine was the. Um... 
the 96 97 blue home shirt in terms of in terms of outfield kits and ironically it actually has my all-time favorite goalkeeping kit from that year i know we can't see it but um yeah that was it that that one there yeah that was my favorite one i like the blue kit yeah oh it was that but it was either that other years it won just above it in the orange that was probably second but that was my favorite kit but my all-time favorite is the goalkeeping kit from that one i love the dark green and camo sort of look to it and if anyone knows how I can get hold of that in a, in a men's large, not not Chris's size, please let me know um, because I'd love to have that kit back. I remember the padding it had on the elbow. I used to love that being a goalkeeper. Was that keeper. a Kevin Paul oh. one? Uh, it was technically, 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 it should have been. I uh, no, no, that was that was a purpley blue. Yeah, um, no, no, that that was all. Yeah, it was also padded. That was that was more padded on the shoulder. Oh, this was just the underarm. The Z- Zoko yeah, the, Zoko, the Spider Calich, yeah. yeah. That one was still a good kit. I'd like to get hold of that myself for, pers- for just to have it in a collection. But the one that it was, technically was, Kevin Paul was the number one jersey because Casey Keller, when he first signed for us on Millwall, was number 13. Wish you'd ask me that fucking question in the quiz, but no. <laughs> I'll get asked what number 23 is in the current squad and where did we sign bloody Steve Guppy from when I got my black and white kits confused. But it's all right. It's all right, mate. I don't hold it against you. I'm not bitter. I'm not. I'm not saying that if I'd have played as, as Craig's Chris, I'd have done better and been top and ahead of Dave. But uh, let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. <laughs> so, it's only a game. <laughs> I, love I love the fact that Dave knew that. I was. That has made. I don't care what a shit day I've had. That's made my day. <laughs> Oh god, yeah. he, hasn't, he hasn't noticed for the past hour that his name's changed. Oh yes, I have. I'm just, <laughs> yeah, just adding no, up, adding up the coins, mate. Adding up the pound notes. As <laughs> I say, if you want to listen to me in the morning, you ain't gonna hear me. Uh, <laughs> Dave, if you can stay online, because I just want to have a chat with you, um, Brad. It's up to you. You can if you want to. Thank you very much, both. It's been a long one. It has. Kathy's not. That's said what that. she said. Well. <laughs> I hope she's got my chicken in the oven. Hey. <laughs> that was foul. No, oh, for God's sake. You pair are clucking mad. Oh, oh, you read about oh, the, oh. the chicken at the no, airport. That's a turkey. Sorry. <laughs> the, guy, the guy went up when he was at the airport, went to the desk, and he goes, <laughs> said, no, sir, this is a check-in desk. Thank you, gentlemen. I will speak to you in a second. (laughs) This is what they want. (laughs) Bye. Thanks about they they won't come back on again, will they? Thank you very much to everybody. Thank you to Brad. Thank you to uh, Dave. Nearly got it wrong there. Uh, It's been a long one, but I think it's been been a laugh. It's been a laugh. I needed that today. Um, Sub if you're new. Like if you're not. Sweet, yeah, sweet dreams, Luke. I will see you. I am back on uh, Wednesday uh, with the young lady, um, Ari. Uh, I've got her back on. She's doing the quiz. Can she get more than you? We will see. But thank you to everybody that was tuning in. If you were listening on the podcast, thank you so very much for lending me your ears. I will see you on Wednesday at 8 o'clock. I've been Chris. This has been LTID TV. This is Arnie. Good night. Thanks for watching. These videos are tremendous. You better like them too or I'll be back. 
This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. That will conclude this evening's entertainment. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.